Welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. We have Mark on tonight. Hey! Hi. He doesn't have his computer today. He's doing all of this from his noodle. Why do you gotta make him self-conscious? Don't be self Now they know. No, now they know that you no, have it. Now they're gonna take this performance it's and in- compare it to previous performances. Well, yeah, you had and a say, cheat well, sheet. Well, he obviously then. didn't have a laptop. <laughs> well, you had a cheat sheet then. Now they know your, your brain power. Follow us on Twitter at the FMP Pod, on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame, and on TikTok at FMP Podcast. All right, let's go. All right, welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. That was the Sutter Home song you just heard? That was the Sutter Home song. <laughs> if you guys haven't been active on social media as of late, Sutter Home, the wine brand, has put out an ad. They're using our song. Granted, we do not own the rights to it. No, we sent them a cease and desist. We said send us a six-pack of wine nips or cut it out. Say any of that. We didn't. Honestly, but if Sutter Home, if you hear this... Send us free wine, and we will all crush a full bottle on the show. Didn't you guys get that song for free? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Sutter Home had to use a free song? <laughs> that's, that was what we were thinking. I mean, they are like $9 for a 1.57 liter. Times are tough. <laughs> Inflation's inf- affecting have you heard, everyone. Have you seen the gas prices? <laughs> Mark's going to only talk about gas prices all episode. <laughs> have you heard free agency? I No, but I heard about these gas prices. Wait, before we get into the episode, just as a reminder... Our t-shirts are out for pre-order. Put an, order, put an order in. We got like 15 to like 20 orders in so far in a few days. So got another two weeks till the 15th. Guys, they're running out fast. We are almost out of shirts. Honestly, the pre-order has been so successful that we might have to shut it down early. They sound like hotcakes. They are selling like hotcakes. I don't know what that exactly Listen, means. Every time I go to McDonald's, they have hotcakes. This they, is a limited release. Like You're going to be kicking yourself <laughs> if you don't get in on this early on. You guys so. are going to be upset. <laughs> when we hit it big and you're able to sell our t-shirt to a vintage shop for $300, you're going to be like, damn. I'm not. It's not for sale, actually. Yeah. Because like, I know it's worth that. So You're like, I love this shirt so much that I'll keep it. Your kids can sleep in it. Put it on your dog. Get your dog a shirt. Links in the bio. Fill it out. We have not figured out puppy sizes yet, but, I mean, just guesstimate human size to the size of your dog. Have you really sold a lot? We got some, we got we decent got, we numbers. Got a, we got decent numbers. Nice. For like the first week, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Pretty on par with what we expected, so. Yeah. I didn't even get one yet. Yeah, you didn't put one in. Dan didn't put one in. Randy didn't oh, put one in. They're keeping receipts. Yo, we, <laughs> we, we got, we are putting, receipts. we are putting names out there that we have not seen on the Google form. Yeah. People that are, are promoting us that haven't put it in Maybe orders I yet. just use a different name. Just know that if you don't buy a shirt, we know who you are. Yeah. Like big stinking Mark Ciola shares it for us and doesn't put an order. <sighs> big ass Wait, pooper he shared Mark. the post? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pooper ass Mark. Appreciate I appreciate the love. Yeah, we appreciate the help, the love, but... Put an order in. We'd appreciate you buying a shirt more. How many shirts did you get? It's the way we're getting the pre-order. Order. Yeah, pre-order. pre-order. So then we're going to... We're doing a la carte. Oh, this makes so much more sense. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Well, instead of buying overhead, like... Because so then what do you do? These are really, like, limited. Yeah. What do you do That's when you saying. sell, like, every large and extra large and you're stuck with, like, 50 mediums? Yeah. I don't know any medium people. Me. 
right. sitting right next oh, to so you. So Mike's going to wear so all the mediums. There's 49 mediums. <laughs> I have one Mike will wear one shirt. every day of the month. <laughs> I have one medium shirt that's just big. <laughs> it's just a big weird size but it out. makes me feel so good about myself just like wow look at you in a medium when I lost a bunch of weight medium mark when I lost a bunch when I lost a bunch of weight before my wedding I was able to buy a shirt from that show Uniqlo that sh- that store oh, I'm losing it what I was able to buy a shirt from that store Uniqlo at the mall you know Japanese one? yeah 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 they only run in very small people sizes. Japanese? Yeah. I was able to buy... They're not large people. I bought people a medium are. from that store. I was How like... How many sumo wrestlers are there <laughs> compared to regular Japanese people? Fair point. <laughs> All right. You guys want to talk about sure. sports? Most of their clothes go into the medium as the top size and then maybe a couple shirts. I'm thinking sumo wrestlers are rocking American sh- like mage stuff. Fair. They need that Big like, dog shirts. <laughs> Big dog yeah, Our shirts like are made X. in America if that makes you feel better. No, we don't know that. And by made in America, I know that they're printed in America. Actually, I don't even know that. And you're either. probably going to buy it in America as well. As long American as you made. use American money. <laughs> we can't guarantee troops. that. <laughs> well, someone's going to pay in rubles, our one Russian listener. Russian marks. Did you guys know that the Russian ruble is at an all-time high? Yeah, because China's backing it. And buying all of their oil because no one else is. Wait, is your listener in Russia consistently listening to the podcast every week? Unless he's been killed by the fucking resistance, so he's going to hear this. Hopefully, tell him to reach out. I don't know if he knows English. <laughs> tell him to find you. I think he's our appointed uh, KGB, KGB agent. agent. I hope he's like listening to it to like gain intel about like American culture. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Right. He was appointed this. He's like, all right. They're like, you have to listen. He to stopped the listening because he knows podcasts. he's been compromised. He's like, oh, they know. They know. Stop listening. I've been compromised. <laughs> they killed him. Comrade. They, they killed him for being compromised. Sorry, I think we have blood on our hands. All right, let's get into it. All right. NBA free agency started on Thursday, and boy, did things heat up fast. James Harden declined his $47.3 million player option and will become a free agent, but he's going to re-enter negotiations with the Sixers. The idea is that they are looking to create more cap room for the rest of the team so they can build. Bradley Beal declined his player option that was at $36.4 million, but re-signed with the Wizards for a Supermax $251 million deal. Kyrie Irving opted into his with the Nets for $36.5 million, but is still actively looking to be traded, and it's pretty much believed that he only really wants to go to the Lakers at this point. I but was, there's uh, no offer that the Lakers are willing to offer right now that the Nets are willing to take. When he first announced that he was going to accept the resign, apparently he didn't let anyone in the Nets organization know. He was just like, yep, I'm taking this option and resigning it. And then I was listening to Winhorst on ESPN Radio, and like the immediate reaction out of like, the Nets camp was like, He's going to do the same fucking shit that he did last year. He's like, they're not going to be able to renegotiate anything in regards of like him missing games. It's going to be the same contract that he was on. He's still going to get paid all that money, and he's probably going to pull the same moves if he stays in New York. Yeah, I, well, here's the problem. At this point, he's got to play for a contract for next year. But the, does that guy actually, like Jim was saying last week, does the guy actually want to fucking play basketball? Well, here's the thing. If, if it's already a foregone conclusion that he's going to go to the Lakers because – as I was explaining to you guys before, there is a scenario where LeBron takes a one-year deal and they sign Kyrie and then they could have AD, Kyrie, and LeBron 
all there together. There, there's a possibility for it. So, if you're Kyrie, though, you do need to play this season out and kind of ball out because if things fall through, let's say LeBron doesn't want to stay at the Lakers, right? Let's say, you know, they have a shit season, there's, you know, turmoil with the team and he doesn't want to stay there. I don't know where else he would go at this point, but it's pretty much assumed that Kyrie wants to link back up with LeBron. It's also talked about that Kyrie wants to play with KD. They just don't want to play together in Brooklyn. Yeah, they don't the want rumor, to be in Brooklyn The rumor is Phoenix, right? That's the, the, the newest rumor is that they want to play together in Phoenix. Yeah, so that leads me into uh, KD requested a trade a couple hours before the free agency opened, which kind of shocked the basketball world. Um, this is probably going to be like the biggest trade in sports in, in NBA history, or, or one of, because the amount of things that you're going to have to give up to get him, the only two teams that are really being discussed at the moment are the Heat, and Phoenix and the Heat would have to give up way too much. Like they would not they'd be a shell of the team that they were that was a one seed this past year. And you would have to give up way too many young players that you're going to use to build in the years to come. But with that said, KD has no opt-outs. He just resigned for 4 years, so you have KD for the next 4 years if you land him in this offseason. And it's pretty easy to assume. I mean, obviously nothing is a a definite, but it's pretty easy to assume that in that four years, if he's playing on a team that has other major players, like he's contending for a, a title barring injury the entire time. But the front runner is, it, it seems like he wants to go to Phoenix. The Suns have re-signed Devin Booker to a max, and there's no way that they're going to move Booker. DeAndre Ayton would possibly, it doesn't really want to be there anymore, and they would have to do a sign and trade with him because he is a uh, a free agent at the moment at the start of free agency yesterday so we'd have to do some type of sign and trade deal which wouldn't be a bad move for the nets but the hall of picks that the nets are going to get with whoever they send him to outside of whatever player you know grouping of players is going to be something in the realm of like what the nets gave up to boston to get well Pearson, kevin garnett even more so even more recent than that did you see the rudy gobert trade today uh, I didn't see the entire thing. I saw the Wolves I have got here. him for four first-round picks. I'm going to read this off to you. This is what the Wolves gave up. Yeah, what the, what the Wolves, Wolves gave up to the, to the Jazz. Jazz. And this is going to dictate what Kevin Durant's going to get. So, the Utah Jazz are receiving 2023 first-round pick unprotected, a 2025 first-round pick unprotected, a 2026 first-round pick of a swap, 2027 first-round pick unprotected, 2029 first-round pick top five protected, Walker Kessler, who is the 2022 first-round pick, Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, and Jared Vanderbilt. All for one player. So if he's commanding that much, Rudy Gobert is commanding that much in this market, imagine what Kevin Durant's going to fucking get. And Rudy Gobert is actually, I'm pretty sure he started COVID. Like, remember he touched all the, the microphones at yeah. the press conference? And he was like, I don't even know what COVID is. Like, are we not supposed to like be in contact? And he touched all the microphones and then he got COVID. And he was like, guys, I'm really sorry. Asshole. Bad guy. You yeah. traded all that for a bad guy. So the NBA is just insane right now because the the NBA is just insane right now because of how much power the players have. Like I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. It just changed so much. You know, like you have two guys that I mean, one is an all time great, right? Kyrie's like good as well, but KD like is, was the big one. You know, yeah. They say, hey, we'll team up, and we're going to come play for you. What are you supposed to do? 
Yeah. Are you, you going to say like, no, now. that's all right. Like you're going to obviously sign both those players and you knew, they knew what they were getting with Kyrie, but they just hoped that they could be the ones to kind of set them straight. Yeah. You would hope that KD play for you. Yeah. You would hope that KD being the, the leader of the two, cause it's after Kyrie's time in Boston, it was pretty much known that he's not a number one. Like, as far as, like, locker room guy. Like, he's not the voice. Like, he's not rallying guys mm. on a losing streak. He's not the guy that's like, all right, like, let's get in the gym together and work through this. Like, Kyrie's about Kyrie. 100%. And for whatever reasons, you know, social justice stuff, the, the, the vaccine stuff, the whatever it is, Kyrie just puts a lot of things ahead of basketball. And I think KD thought, like, all right, we're boys. He's not going to do me like that. Like, he knows I'm committed to basketball more than anything. Like, when we link up, it'll be the same. And you just got the same Kyrie that you that always was. Like, yeah. the same Kyrie that wanted to leave Cleveland. The same Kyrie that was in Boston and did the no-show stuff. And then said to a packed arena of fans, I'm going to resign here next year if you guys will have me. And then hit the dip. Like, the guy's just not a leader. On the court, yeah. But Who? Kyrie. Kyrie. Oh, definitely not. And Kevin I don't Durant's think I, also not a leader, that's what though, I'm too. Saying. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant doesn't have the, the sack to step up and say, you know, nah, dude, come, you, you were coming to practice. Like, you're, you're, you're playing these games, dude. Like, I don't care about the vaccine shit. Like, if you don't play half the games because of the vaccine shit, like, all right, whatever. Like, I can't tell you what to do in that regard. But, like, the rest of the time where you're allowed to be here, you got to be here, dude. Like, well, regardless... With both of them leaving, I think the Nets are going to go back to immediate mediocrity. Like, they are... I don't see them being anywhere I near... I see them hanging around the bottom of the playoff picture. I see them hanging around the bottom of the playoff. Because you figure... Again, you figure whoever you get in those two trades, if you end up trading both of them... They're not getting a star back. You're not going to get a star back. You're going to get something back. If you don't have a star, you're mediocre. You're yeah, that's why then... Speaking of stars... Stop. I don't even... Wait, hold on. I had two more, and then we'll, oh, okay. then yeah, we'll yeah. do this. Zach Levine resigns with the Bulls. Five years, $215 million deal. It's a huge contract. It's a huge contract. But, I mean, I would definitely say he's worth it. He's definitely the, the face of that organization, I would say. Like, you got Ball and DeRozan there, but, like, Levine's been the guy that is the guy that's been there. It's kind of like a Steph-KD situation a little bit, where, like, when KD was there, Steph... Everyone knew it was still his team. Like, he was the face. He was the guy mm. that everyone went to to talk to. Like, DeRozan's a better player, but I think Levine is, like, is the guy. Like I said, he's the guy that's been there. He's the guy that, you know, it all started to be built around. Like, when they were nothing, he was the one guy that was able to ball out there. Yeah. Um. So, I and mean, also, it's, a good, it's a good move. If, if I'm the Bulls, I, you know, you did exactly what you should have done. Yeah. Now, moving to Midtown. A couple of other things. Now... Come We're on. not there yet. We're not there I yet. I want to get to the Knicks so we can move on. We're not there yet. I have two more I have two more things. Ja, Zion, and RJ Barrett are all eligible for their rookie extensions this season. Ja actually signed his extension. I think it was a hundred and ninety-one million dollar four-year extension, if I'm not mistaken. If someone wants to look into that, we can get the exact number. Nope. Um Alright, fuck me then. I wanna to, to talk about Knicks, man. Knicks tape. Barrett probably will not get that extension this year just because of the cap restraints they're under. But if he balls out this year, uh, I could see them doing that next year. They got to commit to They him. definitely don't want to lose him. 
He's a great fucking But it's going to be – it's definitely going to be contingent on what he does this year because they are not in a position like – like, like the Grizzlies. Like the Grizzlies, if they lose Ja, they go from being a potential Western Conference Finals team if he doesn't get hurt to being – a nothing team. Like, going, the Nets are already a nothing team. I'm going on the record that after this season, there are going to be talks of R.J. Barrett being considered a future superstar. I need R.J. Barrett to be a fucking superstar this year. Yeah. He's not going to be one this year. Was it year three? Uh, year four. Four, I think. Oh, come on. I, I don't think... It. Yeah, this is the year. Like, and this is... Well, I think he's going to be like a cusp kind of guy. He's not going to be a superstar, but he's going to be like, he can be a superstar because now he's actually playing with a fucking real point guard. Okay, here's the other, the last thing, and then we'll do the Knicks. Zion, obviously, is also up for that. Up to this point, Zion has only played 85 games for three seasons with the Pelicans due to injury, including missing this entire past season with a foot injury. There's already talks of him getting that Supermax. They're in negotiations. I'm surprised it's actually not a done deal by now, because if you're the Pelicans, how do you not? Like, he's you'll gotta, lose dude, He's got to lose, like, 50 pounds. Uh, I think he was back in shape the last I saw, but... Again, like eighty-five games over three years, like it's horrible. Is he the same guy that he was at Duke? Now we were, we were talking about it before. Four that, like, years removed. Where like baseball, like they sign guys on like the potential, right? Where like football and basketball, it's like you sign guys on what they've done. Zion is going to break that mold. He's going to get that big ass contract just because on his potential. Whereas like he hasn't really shown. I mean, in the limited availability that he's had being on the court, he's shown as being explosive, but like nothing too world breaking. So, like, for him to get a Supermax like that as someone who's only played 85 games over three years, it's kind of fucking ludicrous. Well, especially because for younger players, the longer you play around other established grown men, like, that's how you grow and build, right? Like, you think about, like, early Anthony Davis where he was, like, a smaller dude, Mm -hmm. and then he realized he needed to get bigger, more muscular so that he could battle down low by the rim. And, like, I feel like Zion's behind a little bit by missing so much time. Well, that's also because it's his fault for being not in shape. I don't think it was about in shape. I think the Pelicans were never going to let him play this past year because they wanted to protect their asset. Like, they didn't want to send him out there and then let him get actually hurt, and then he becomes a bust, and now you have all this stuff tied up. Like, Well, if he gets a fucking Supermax deal, that's a dumb move in my opinion, but we'll see. Next right. tape, please. So Nick signed Jalen Brunson. Let's go. Is anyone excited about yes, that? Yes, I'm very excited. It's the real first point guard that we had since Pablo Pigioni. Yo, I swear <laughs> to God. Pretty smalls. <laughs> but for real, so it's the real first point guard we've had since Raymond Felton. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I didn't even know his first name. and I didn't even know who he was. So he, he said, he Mark Texas Horton said Brunson. I, I don't know his first name. He balled out in the Mavs series in, what was it, the... Western Conference Finals yeah. against the uh, he, against there's a couple the games that Luca Luca was out and he was but that was one. a series prior that okay so it was a series prior but he was balling out when Luca was not on the floor and just having like an established point guard to actually like dictate the flow of the game like okay I like Derek Rose was I don't awesome. know if he's established here's yeah. my problem right that's the thing what he had but one, it's a great deal he's gotten it's better every year he's gotten he's better young. every year he's 20, 25, 26? yeah but he, he's entering his fifth year in the league like if a guy's gonna be a superstar I feel like you know it already uh, you don't need him to be I mean look. We have Kemba, who is kind of considered to be a superstar, and he fucking busted. I'd rather have a Kemba young... Kemba was a bust before he got there, though. I know, but we were, like, looking at him as, like, oh, it's a big China, like a sign to... We looked at Knicks. Kemba like that because we got him at a really good price. Because it was like, oh, the Jaylen potential is... a really good price, too. I agree. Four for years someone... or 110, it's not bad at all. 104. 104? For someone that has the upside that he has, the age, and next year when 
Randall's contract comes off the books, we have the money to sign a max player. But again, it's not going to happen. Unless RJ Barrett or Jalen Brunson takes that next step in, into the superstar realm, who are you attracting? RJ Barrett's going to be on the cusp because he's actually going to play with an established point guard that he doesn't have to feel like he has to try to push the ball or have just Randall do ISO. We're never going to be good with Randall just doing ISO. It's We need someone to move the ball and for him to free up space so he can make the one-on-one later on rather than him fucking having ISO at the top of the key. It's never going to work like that. It didn't really work. It worked one year with Carmelo, and it's because he's one of the all-time greatest shooters to ever step foot in the court. But having the sign, sign re-signing Mitchell Robinson is huge. He's a great fucking offensive center. And then they also signed, um, I was saying to you guys before, they signed the center from the Clippers Isaiah Hartenstein for two years, 16 mil, and he's apparently a really good defensive center as well. So like having that kind of flexibility at the, at the five, whereas you have like an offensive-minded player in, in Mitchell Robinson and more of a defensive style, we're able to kind of spread the, uh, the floor a little bit more and be able to have a better rotation, whereas Thibodeau is playing eight guys. Yeah, and Thibodeau hates playing young players, so that's probably why we gave up our first-round pick, because he wouldn't have saw the court anyway. Well, I mean, like, guys like Obi Toppin need to step up next year. Uh, we re-signed Mitchell Robinson, so that's cool. I, I we like have a that. young team. We, we do have a young team, so like I'm, I, I don't know. I'm in, the, I'm in the cyclical phase of hope where it's gonna, it just, like, how we were in the very beginning of the season, and then it's gonna all go downhill. It so just feels like there's. Enough, I'm in the optimism stage. Like, and I'm gonna get my heart broken, and we I'm gonna were be pissed, rumored, and I'm gonna hate the next again. I'm gonna hate basketball, and I'm gonna be done. We were rumored at making a move for Spurs rising star Juwan Murray, but just as quickly as those rumors started, and hopes began to rise. Word broke that the Hawks actually ended up signing, uh, trading three first-round picks and Danilo Gallinari for him. Yeah. Which is just, I don't care that we didn't get someone that we were eyeing, but like... I'm glad they didn't mortgage the future for someone. But for from the land of the Hawks, like that's, shit. Yeah, it sucks. Like that sucks. Like, the Hawks have also... been, been like beaten down on us the past two years now. I was just reading an article as well that like they, the Knicks were targeting Donovan Mitchell too. But the amount of future assets that you would need to give up to get him would be insane. So I'm, they, they, I think they bowed out of the contention for him, well, here's which is my good, question. in my opinion. Because like, if it was James Dolan still running the team, he'd fucking throw everything at him, and then you we'd mean, be fucked. You mean uh, not James Dolan? James Dolan's the owner? You mean Phil Jackson? Yeah. I mean, it, James Dolan has his grubby paws over everything. Here's my thing. What type of capital would you give up? If you were the Knicks and there was any realm possibility to get KD, knowing that you would have him for four years and he couldn't opt out, I'm not big on KD. I know you guys are. No, you don't think like anyone whose name isn't RJ Barrett or Jalen Brunson at this point. Dude, look, we and every the Nets. and every pick. He was there for what two seasons and now he wants out. The he guys was there for multiple seasons. He had the Achilles injury the entire first year, three years. Then you had the and bubble still, year, like... and then you had this past year. And he balled they out. They rented him. The Russian oligarch in fucking in Brooklyn just rented him for a couple seasons, and they didn't get anything out of it. They they bowed out of the playoffs every year. Yeah, they had a sec- Yeah, if you knew when you signed KD and Kyrie, that he doesn't own the team anymore. He doesn't. Broke off. No, nah, it's uh, Joe Sy, the guy that owns the Islanders, right? Oh, okay. That yeah, happened recently. Islanders, that happened recently with like the war, or is that something that happened before then? Prior to that, I think. Prior. Um, if you it wasn't like a Chelsea thing where like they no, forced him to no, sell. No, no. It was like years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It might have been when the when the Islanders first moved to Brooklyn, when they were playing there. Do you think, though, this Knicks team is better than the Knicks team that had a 
one win, one playoff win in the first round. I think it's a step up. And was a fifth seed. Like, do you think they're better than that oh, team than the, two than years the, ago? The, oh, the two years ago? I think, do you think they're I better think, than that team? I think they could be on par with that. I think I think like an eight like a seven or eight seed, I think is is a realistic expectation for them. Yeah. I mean I don't really know. I haven't really watched basketball. But all right, then let me pose I this mean, question to you. Again, this is me Mike, being hopeful. This yeah. is uh, this the same preseason optimism as every fucking year with as being a Knicks fan, and then twenty games into the season I'm be like, fuck this team. They fucking suck. Let me same po- fucking shit every fucking season year after year. Let me pose this question to you, Mark then. I ask Mike. He does he's not as high on KD as everyone else in the world if there was a realistic what chance, your fucking father-in-law right? was saying before these guys just chase the money no that's fine and no one's committed to like a team no they're all free. which is fine they're all mercenaries the which NBA is fine is i understand that but well, like you have the knicks once nick always nick i know I, I do i think it's more about the uh they've been it's been so long since they've won that if you're the guy to do it you're an automatic immortal you're a god I just don't think Katie's that guy. I I don't think so either, but I'm just saying, like, would you give up four first-round picks and any player not named R.J. Barrett to get Katie for four years, and he has no opt-outs on the contract? Yeah, but he doesn't have opt-outs now. He's just not going to play if they don't trade him. And then he just sits He's forcing his way out. These guys are assholes. He's just going to be like, I don't want to be here anymore if it doesn't work after, like, two years, which it won't, and then... And say he gets hurt again, and then you gave up four draft. Picks. I mean, he's getting older. Say he say he blows out a knee or another AC or another Achilles heel or whatever the injury could be. Like I don't wish that on anyone, but it's a possibility for a guy at his age who's that explosive. And then he's just not going to play for a season, and then we're in fucking in the hole because he's going to get a fucking guaranteed contract. Yeah, all their contracts. Yeah, like, and then they force their way out of everywhere. Yeah, so like it's it's I don't want a guy like that. Like <laughs> you want to talk about a guy that I'd rather I'd rather mortgage the future for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I agree. Then, then, then a, a a guy who's who's already passed his his prime, like you know what a bell curve is? Yeah, he's on the, the down slope. The down slope of his bell curve. He's still high up there, but he's on the down slope. I don't think you're wrong. I, I, yeah, I'd much rather Donovan Mitchell. He's younger. I don't think that's gonna happen. Though. No, it's not. I don't think because now that Gobert's gone, but I'm Donovan saying, Mitchell's gonna be the Jack. I threw out Donovan Mitchell because he's another superstar, but he's a young superstar, and he's another one who's gonna be command the market like yeah, someone like he, Katie would. He wanted to be moved because he was unhappy with Gobert, and they moved Gobert I'm because just, they know listen, that I'm not actually saying Donovan future. Mitchell. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying providing like, an example of someone off the top of my head who's a young superstar, someone like him. I would love to have over Katie, who's maybe not as a prolific scorer, who's maybe not as a household name. But someone who is the future of this league that has shown season after season that he brings his team to the playoffs and he fucking performs. All right, enough basketball. Yeah, I'm hey Brandon, basketball. Max Scherzer's coming back Tuesday. How you doing? Talking about nonsense. Yes, yes we are. How you feeling? Can we have a fucking joint podcast now? <laughs> what we came here to do? You guys could have fucking recorded this shit when I was in my Uber. Wow. Mark barely talked in it. You yeah. two could have just talked. <laughs> You want to know why? Because no one fucking likes basketball. I told Connor when we were walking Ruth before, let's just talk about the Knicks. And he's like, well, I got like other big signings that I want to mention first. So, I was like, I don't care. Let's talk about the fucking Knicks. Look at the optimism in his voice. I think bothers me the I most. Was, I was sleeping before, and now I'm up. Happy Bobby Benita Day, Mike. <laughs> yeah, happy Bobby Benita Day. Every it is Bobby Benita Day. Bobby Benita... Re- Received his $1.19 million that he's still going to get. He's 72. He's been receiving it since 1999. 
He gets it till twenty thirty five. That's got to be the Jesus. best get your bag contract ever in sports history. Yeah, he's a just, guy that doesn't even need to like invest his money. At do you know? Who, you know who got that contract for him? Who? His wife. His ex wife. Oh, ex wife. Yeah. Oh, good and she for doesn't. Her. She doesn't get anything from it. No. No. Oh, no. That's no. A, that's he better a, give her like she something. She bargained that like, deal, and I give her the point. He doesn't every year. She try. She got money off him. When, when she divorced him, yeah. but she doesn't get anything from the deal. That's so good, though. It's her work, her hard work. Every July first. I love how he was just. And like, it's and it's like a headline every July first. She like sends me a text now. like, "Hey, can you send me like a couple hundred grand? <laughs> Let me get that point one nine, Bobby." I just like it's funny that at the time, like his wife or the agent, whoever you it know, was his wife. Yeah, it was, was like, his she, agent. Oh shit! That's the, so, yeah. She's the one who did the deal. So she's like talking. It's like we don't really want a lot of money, but we want you to pay us forever. Literally, well, no. So it, the way it was like, if you read into it, it was every year that they didn't pay, it became like a penalty, and it was like it was more it was and more. Money. Yeah, every single time, and now it's like they have to pay it until twenty thirty five. I think. And he was doing them a favor, like. No, you don't have to sign me for a lot of money against the, the luxury tax right now. Like, don't worry about it. Get me in the future. And they were like, oh, we'll give you a million dollars every year. And, like, then, and then Bernie Madoff took all their money. So it was, like, very helpful that he was, like, not getting any money. Yeah. So good for Bobby Bonilla. I love it. He's I, balling again. I love when Bobby How long do you think it takes him to spend it? Tonight? <laughs> yeah. It takes him 364 days to spend $1.19 because he knows that check's coming again. That's what I mean. So, like, How I you? think by, like, June 25th, he's tapped and he's just, like, <laughs> scratching. Like, oh, God damn it, I'm eating ramen for about a week. to be a millionaire again. <laughs> he hasn't budgeted down to the penny. Bobby Benilla is going to be sad in 2035 when he gets that last check. He'll be like, fuck. You, you know it's going to be, like, I the last couple now. years and he's going to be like, i got to start saving. Then he's not going to be able to save. Yeah. And he's going to have nothing. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna be at old timers there. How old will he be at when the contract is up? I think like 70s. 70, yeah, something. Um, crazy. The Yankees reactivate Chapman from the IL. Yeah. Did you see? i seen something about it. Actually, Chris Sale funny. is getting another rehab start okay. in the next couple of days. And he's close to returning. Joey Gallo has 32 strikeouts in the month of June. Oh, it's like the most all-time, right, for a Yankee? And they put him next to Tony Gwynn, who had 27 in the last three seasons of his career. And I think he has a 1.32 batting average. Dude, Gallo's no. just not made a for New York. 0.132? 0.132. Yeah, sorry. The press is, the press is killing him. He's got a 1.3. Yeah. I was thinking ERA. He's the greatest baseball player of all time. No, 0.132. <laughs> yeah, Gallo just seemed, he's pressing, he's not... And the pressure is just too much. He's in the gallows. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that you have, pretty much. He might as well be. <laughs> it's crazy you guys have, like, Induhar playing in AAA, and you have, like, Carpenter sitting on the bench so that this guy can strike out four times a game. I know. Well, I think they're trying to be like, get hot so we can trade you at the trade deadline, because nobody's going to take him now. Why would you take him? Like, literally. I still wouldn't take him at the trade deadline, even if he got hot for like three weeks. Yeah, you know what, it. You you know know what he's what got. It, yeah, you know when that. I mean, he could also out. pull fucking Sonny Gray, where like. When he gets out of when he gets out of the fucking. Out of the Bronx, he just performs. Yeah. He goes back to being. Well, yeah, that happens a lot. Carl yeah. Pavano. There's Kevin you, get the, Brown, you get the stress of, of the press off your shoulders. Randy Johnson, like, pushed a photographer when he was on the Yankees <laughs> for like that one or two seasons. It's too much. Yeah. You know? But with Gallo, it's like. When 
literally any four of us could have a more productive at bat than him if we <laughs> me didn't. who's never seen a live if pitch. we didn't swing we could probably <laughs> you could work a walk you may walk <laughs> like, and it's like yeah but he runs into one it's like yeah when the Yankees are up like nine three. Like, when yeah. was the last time he had a big hit? It, it's it's so bad. Not, it and Hicks helpful. was starting to get to that point, and then he yeah, had, Hicks, the, and then he he had like two big hits recently, and it's like, okay, now you're Hicks, part of the team Hicks again. Was super hot in uh, June. He batted like over three hundred. Yeah, yeah. But it was rough. It was. It, oh, it was bad. It didn't look good prior to that. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been a disaster. Honestly, they didn't really give him too much money, though. Yeah, but it was like well, seven years, seventy million or some shit, right? Like it was only like. Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah, it's 16. only like $10 million a year, so it's not really that crazy of a deal. But Judge is about to get a lot of money. We were talking about that last week. Oh, my Lizard God. Lizard Man about to be paid. Did, did, did anybody see the shit Scherzer did for uh, the minor leaguers? No. No, what did he do? So, did he uh, buy him lunch? So, usually whenever like a... Like a Usually, whenever like like a big leaguer goes down for rehab appearances to the minor league, they'll either buy the the pre or post game like dinner or whatever. <laughs> Wednesday night, Scherzer uh, he shelled out like seven thousand dollars with like flaming yawn, lobster, oh, ribeye, so, uh, whole deal. And uh, one of the minor leaguers said, as they were walking in, they had like a. Like a club staffer and just handing out AirPods. Like they're from Max. Uh, <laughs> like bought up, bought them all. Say they paid the like, rent for like a month. <laughs> I mean, if you're playing in Binghamton, like what's the rent? Eight bucks. It's cheaper than AirPods. <laughs> exactly. You could sell them if you get six Big months. Yeah. I'm sure they're roommates. Yeah. Well, he's coming back. Yeah. He's on yeah the way. Starting yeah, Tuesday against the Reds. Bassett did. Um, um, there was bad news. Bassett has COVID. Oh, all right. I thought it was the ground back yet. They didn't say no, it. They put him on the IL. The Grom, uh, Buck said in his presser tonight that there's going to be an update for him tomorrow. I but, wouldn't uh, be surprised if you didn't see him until after the, the All-Star break, though, because you have two weeks. They right said that he's going to pitch. He's going to start his rehab probably this, this the end of this weekend. How long is rehab? Three, four weeks? Depends. Uh, you usually get one or two starts out of it. So two weeks, maybe. But again, this Depends on the, him, yeah. This close to the All-Star break. If he gets two starts and he looks good, what are you going to force him back for like one game and then have him sit for a week? It depends how he feels. Yeah. Because if he's good. He also makes the rules. He's Jacob DeGrom. If he's good to go and he's got a scheduled start like the Saturday before the All-Star break, he's pitching. He could come in, throw 60 pitches and be like, I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah. Because also imagine being like, imagine playing, imagine you, you look at your schedule and you're playing the Rumble Ponies, and you're a fucking minor leaguer, and you're going up against Degrom for the first five innings. You're like, what the fuck, man? What um, this is kind of a little bit oh, off yeah. topic, but what uh, what division is you the... just face Scherzer? You just, <laughs> now you gotta face Degrom. What uh, what league is the Savannah Bananas in? They're not. That's, that's like fake. independent fake. baseball. Okay. Yeah, that is a fake ass. Okay. They dance in the middle of fucking <laughs> pitches. Like it's it's not. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. The trials. MLB yeah. has nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. Now the uh, the league that the the Bears used to be in when they were a team is now affiliated with the MLB, which is cool because they were like an independent league. Mm-hmm. So, to my understanding, the Savannah Bananas play teams like them okay. that they just like pay to come out yeah. and play them in like a joke game. Yeah, that or I think they might actually have two teams that play every time. It's yeah, where like Bananas the... and versus like the other team is always the same team. Yeah, like the, okay. like the, another like another joke. dancing team. Yeah, basically. No, they're like 
the not dancing. They're like the, the like, homegrown choppers. And what's the team that the homegrown choppers always play? The, the generals. Sentinels. Generals. 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 Not the Sentinels. That's Keanu Reeves. Did you ever go to a Harlem Globetrotters game? Yes. When I was a, oh, it's a blast. No. I almost got hit in the face. I got, almost got hit in the face with a basketball. How did out he of end Globetrotters up game. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the Yankees move. The Yankees move ahead of the Dodgers uh, as World Series favorites in Ooh. Vegas. I mean, obviously. They're really when good. Was the last time they lost a the game? Uh, yesterday. Okay. Really? Yeah. Because, like, I, I follow, like... Lost the Astros. All of they my, lost 3 of 5 to the Astros. Um, all of my, like, sports knowledge comes from Reddit, and every time the Yankees subreddit is like, is this what you want? Yankees win. It's like every fucking day I see the Yankees are winning. Yeah, they, uh, they've been able to avoid the three-game losing streak, four-game four losing streak. Well, we just sent that post in the in our chat about how the Red Sox have been on fire and yeah, still yeah. only made yeah, up half like, a game on the Yankees because the Yankees are also winning. Yeah. I think they were 19-4 and four to start June up into this week, and they made up half a game. The Yankees are really good. I don't. I, I have to be confident, you know, that they're going to go pretty far in the playoffs at least. I would hope they just yeah, make how, the World Series. How do you feel about that? Because you're always like a – kind of like a glass half empty – like, you're always, like, teetering on, like, don't want to commit and be, like, overconfident. They are the best team in baseball, clearly. But the playoffs is so different. Because think about it. They just lost 3 of 5 to the Astros, mm-hmm. who have – their pitching staff right now is just on fire. They shut down the Mets as well. Uh, and uh, if you see them in a, you know, 7 It's actually their series, hitting that showed us fucking uh, – just out hitting. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like every fucking bat bat was a home run. Well, C- Christian Javier is incredible. He's really, really good. He Honestly, was the, the one f- that threw the bulk of the no hitter against the Yankees. The fact that uh, Taiwan Walker even yeah matched kept Verlander. up with Verlander is huge. They ended up losing that game, but well, he's I think really it was good lately. I think it was overmanaged because they brought in Diaz at the end of the eighth, and then Smith. Then they brought in Smith for the ninth. It's like, why did you bring out? Pretty much the best closer in baseball right now in the eighth inning for two fucking batters and then brought somebody new in for the ninth inning who gave up a two-run homer to lose the game. Buck overthought it. I think so. I think because, well... He doesn't often make bad mistakes like that, but I think that was one I think that's a mistake uh, that probably could be attributed to analytics, like what he's accepting as analytics anyway, because... As far as he'll allow analytics. Yeah, because like him, if if you... I think he throws Diaz at, out there the ninth as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he's, he's like an old school guy. And like old school You're guys a closer, close the game. tend to believe in like, oh, it takes like a different stomach to be able to go and get the last three outs of the game. Yeah. So I could see them being like, hey, this is where the toughest part of the lineup's coming. Why don't you bring out your best reliever for this part of the lineup? And he's like, yeah, it's a great idea. But who's going to close the game? Yeah, you know, like yeah, you're gonna get those guys, but then you still have another inning with someone who is extremely inexperienced yeah. doing it. And and you know, Drew Smith has done decent this year, but I don't. I'm not gonna call on him to close the game, especially against the Astros, who are a good fucking team. Yeah, they're gonna be a problem in the playoffs, man. And I, also, the Guardians, if they keep playing this way, they have great pitching. So if they get in the playoffs. They're going to be a problem as well. Is that a surprise for them? Because I thought yeah. like at the beginning of the season, like they weren't good. This happens every year. There's always one team in baseball that plays like a black way team. better than they were 
Supposed to. Okay. Well, yeah, because the, in the last two years so of the Yankees being, last year. In the last two years of them being the Indians, they had kind of stripped it down from where they were when they played in the World Series against the Cubs. Oh, no, they were just projected to be really good and then weren't. Yeah, they were terrible. Reverse, my bad. They were bad. Well, this year, though, (laughs) all right, they're the best team in baseball, baby! Yeah, whatever. uh, I don't know. I'm hoping for a Subway Series. I was was literally thinking about it today and how much fun it would be. That would be be exhilarating. Yeah, it would be so much fun. How much much do you think tickets would go for that? Over $1,000. Easily. Um... Even like, even like say in the Bronx, like bleacher seats, thousand dollars easily. That, especially easily. Bronx bleacher. Your cheapest ticket would be like the three hundred second at, section at City Field. The bleachers are expensive. Yeah, the, just, also just for atmosphere. True for the playoffs, especially and accessibility. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't think about it like that. I, just I, thought, like, cheap I would go not go to the Bronx just because it's Ew. disgusting. Also, I don't want to get fucking shit thrown at me. Babe Ruth it's basically is going to Philly. Rolling over in his grave, even though he didn't build this stadium. But it looks exactly like the old stadium. Much to con sugar in. <laughs> he rolled his eyes. It's good podcasting on my end. My response was just an eye roll. You guys could hear that. Well, I painted a picture for everyone. I want to know, what do you think... If you were in charge of signing Aaron Judge... Yeah, because Jim's was just... Yeah, Jim, 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 Jim said give Jim's him a, was blank yeah. check for as many years as he yeah, wants. Jim said give him $50 million a year for, for the next two for decades. For 10 years. Jim is speaking all kinds of fucking crazy So a real, what, what is a real contract that yeah. you would offer him? I wouldn't go higher than eight years, and even eight years would be a lot. Because you're 38 when that ends. So I would like, like a, you know, a five-year deal with a... Player option for the six, six year, and then if it goes a six year deal, then the club option for the seventh year. That would be cool, but I mean, probably forty million dollars a year, literally. So you would go all the way up from what Absolutely. they offered at thirty point five to forty. Definitely, you jump that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, then he turned down seven. That or I would. And they offer him seven years. Turn that. Yeah, down. but he t- it was thirty point five million. So for forty for six. Yeah, 40 for 6 with a club option at 7. For the 7th, a club option for the 7th. But me personally, what I would want is then for, for them to do a deal like they did with LeMahieu, where it was a lot of money, but spread out like in a way where it didn't kill them. You know, like he's making... Like a Bobby Bonilla deal. Yeah, he's making like... LeMahieu makes... So like you want to be paying Judge for the next 50 years? It's not fun. LeMahieu was seeking a three-year deal. Every year on the calendar, everyone makes fun of you. It's not fun. LeMahieu was seeking a three-year Judge deal. Judge is much uglier than Bobby Benigni. Thanks. I'm just saying. There's nothing to do with being made fun of first. Well, well that's what I'd contract. make fun of him for. I'd be like, oh, the too, lizard but... man's on the front page again. Well, LeMahieu was seeking a three-year deal, and then the Yankees gave him six years and spread the money out. I would like something like... So he wants, like, seven, give him 14? No, but, like, for me, I would just give him, like, a crazy amount of money. Like the opposite, basically. Like Crazy four hundred million, but do it over like five years, or do yeah, do I was thinking like no, like two hundred million over over like ninety million a year. Are you crazy? If you did like two hundred million over five, he would. <laughs> did you? I don't think you, that's a lot. <laughs> ninety million a year. I would give yeah, him yeah, whatever. Yeah, two hundred mil five years. Luxury tax. Honestly, you could have got him at. Th- I hope they sign him for seventy years. You could have got him at 30, fifty mil a year. Yeah, so the, so the Mets could have got him at thirty-four million dollars a year so for seven years, but you didn't want to pony up. You said this is 
how good the analytics say that you are, and he's been smashing your analytics, and now you got to overpay for him. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because if he leaves, you're not really in a bad spot. You're not. Like, well, he's he's lo- you lose play. the face, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, he's obviously the best player on the team. Like that, he's, the guy. he's the guy. Yeah. So you lose your guy. It's kind of like you have a, a leaderless team at this point. I just, I feel, yeah, I, I you completely feel, you agree. Have a team That's that you why feel I think... like you're gutted around, because you're gutted from because whoever the next guy to step up to be the leader is, like, how do you know that you don't kind of get shafted in your own mind the same way, like... Like, well, they didn't pay Judge, and he was way more popular in the fans' eyes than I am. How do I feel supported by the team? Well, I feel when it, when it comes down to it, they're going to give him the money. I don't think they're going to let him walk, especially after a year like this. I can't see them doing you that. You can't they're, allow they're, it. They are very savvy, obviously. They're, they've been I don't know what franchise. I would like to see more is Yankee fans hate him for leaving, or Yankee fans like to resent him have to resent him. Because he just sucks. Been around his for contract. five years. Yeah. I, it's like, oh yeah, he was good those two years of the but again, contract. But again, if you win two World Series with him in the early part of that contract, like that's a huge if. No, I get that. One hundred percent, I understand that. I'm just saying, like we talked yeah, about like, it with Jim. They got yeah, them, them big dog hips. No, yeah, that's like saying German Shepherd hips. That's like yeah. saying, uh, you know, Otani's worth X amount of dollars, but I mean, him and Trout are massively good players and i think there was a funny meme i saw the other day it was like otani hit like his eighth home run of the month and batted is batting like over 300 something and trout was like three for four at whatever point in the game and they ended up losing like 11 to four i seen i seen someone was like i feel like every time i hear about an angels game it's like otani breaks some fucking record that no one's ever done before, and Trout hits like six home runs in a game, and then they lose like ten to nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all these crazy, like outstanding yeah. records being broken, and then they lose. Like if you commit to Judge with the contract, which I think the Yankees will ultimately do, you have three players on your roster that are be making more than thirty million dollars, or Stanton's close to that, around thirty million dollars a year. If like much higher for Judge if they get the contract done. So you're not going to have any flexibility unless they're al- they allow Brian Cashman to actually spend money, which they've been reluctant they've, to yeah, do. They've... But I, I'm not that mad about it because they're usually, like I said, they're pretty savvy. Like with Jeter, they were playing like the whole game of like, yeah, like this is the contract. You can walk. And Jeter was ultimately the one that came. He was like, I can't. I can't leave. Like he took less money. And I feel like Judge is kind of the same because if you're the face of the Yankees, so. you're I, compared. I think, so. I think Judge would leave. I don't know. I feel I like think he would. Judge looks at himself in somewhat of a Jeter type light, like just what know, he means man. to I the city. I think he city. would leave. Like he's been so embraced by that city, I feel like he almost feels indebted to them, which isn't right. He could literally go across the country. He could go play in fucking Milwaukee in front of. 82 people a night and make fucking $90 million a year. Hating on the Brewers, man. 90 mil. The contract. That's what it's about, dude. I'm just trying to get that 90 mil. I think he so would, is he. I think he would leave too. And I think he, he would leave. And, and then he would hate it. Yeah, you yeah it would be his biggest regret. Yeah. And yeah. Yankees, the Yankee fans would fucking hate his guts. And it, every time he came to town, it would be like a fucking, there would be riot police in the city. Yeah. Which I think would be also pretty cool. 
I just. I, but also, I think I, I think it'd be cooler to watch them start to hate him. If they on start the to team. resent him because, he, yeah, like that is the day that I wait for as a Red Sox fan. Like it's when he the reaches day we the hope for. Yeah, when he when he reaches the point of like things start to diminish and like and it's you're not, still paying him. Yeah, and you still got to pay that check every year. That's what I'm saying. Short contract, a lot of money. But he wants the years. That's what guys in the MLB want. Yeah, they you want, want the years, years until they're the like, years. hey, we're going to pay you $55 million a year for four years. And he's going to be like, well. <laughs> I'd say give me 90. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Give me he's 90. He's like, the Dodgers are offering eight years. I think he would he would the want The Dodgers an, said they'd give me 90 million. I think he would want an even shorter one at that point, though, like a three-year deal. You know what I'm saying? Because then he could still get another contract after that. Yeah, thirty. You know, after making all that money, then you sign like another two-year deal for nothing, just to be around. Well, yeah, or bang your bat on the top of the fucking dugout. At thirty-three, he could probably get another five-year deal. Honestly, if he's still like, if the body's still there, he's gonna be the Yankees' first baseman in like three seasons. He's gonna be a DH like next year. He looks great in center field. He looks good now. Yeah, he looks great, and it's like. It's only a matter of time. I understand why the Yankees were so reluctant to put him out there for so long. was Because you're just like, hey, you're like super valuable. And you're running around way more than you would be if you were in right field. Yeah. And so there's such a bigger well, I mean, if propensity standing, for injury. I know we talked about arm lengths. You know what they like, do to well, horses wait, when they I have get a hurt? <laughs> like, so, Take so, them out back. How often do outfielders get injured from playing defense? Because I feel like most of the injuries that come from baseball is from like the amount of torque that you put on your body swinging a fucking bat. Well, Judge got not every diving. outfielder's fucking eight feet tall. I know, but like for the Collisions. most most of the injuries that you see are Hitting running down wall. first base the or, or or swinging the bat. Like how often is hitting the wall? Diving. Diving? Is that, is that a common happened. injury in baseball? Judge got hurt yeah. diving and yeah, because was out for like a month. Body, right. I didn't know. I'm, I'm a baseball limit. I, yeah. I don't know these things. So yeah. like, Judge I, also has... From my limited knowledge, it's it's batting and it's running down the first baseline, stretching out, and you pulling a hammy. Judge has had some really weird injuries, man. Like, he got hit with a fastball and his, like, fucking forearm shattered. Literally, like... Bones. Yeah, and he got hurt diving. Like, really weird yeah. stuff. Okay. Uh, but I he's been healthy otherwise, but... And that's why he's out there. A what? Yeah. A milk clause in the contract. He's got to drink three glasses drink a milk. day. I think that's what he did growing up. That's why he's that big. He must have stopped. Uh, that's why his bones are trash. I think his parents scored some HGH. I think his somebody. parents are amphibians. So, Well, lizards are not amphibians. Oh, they're not. That's really wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> I missed that day of science class. Or any of the Spider-Men. Nah, I'm thinking about that. Remember the standing lizard guy from Power Rangers? That's what I'm thinking about. Still not an amphibian. The Green Rangers Megazord? No, no, no. He was a dragon. He was, he was kind of an amphibian. He came out of the water. Yeah, that's true. When he played the flute. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. The sword flute. Or the dagger flute. It's yeah. hilarious. Cause I used it's to like, have that. I remember being a little kid like, this is so badass. And it's just some dude with like long hair. Playing a flute. Playing a flute. <laughs> on a dagger. I'm like, I'm like PBS. I mean, hey, look at Lizzo now. Look how badass Lizzo is. And she fucking plays a flute. Don't bring up Lizzo. She plays jazz flute. It's <laughs> way different. Ron yeah. Burgundy plays jazz flute. It's a yeah. different instrument. I think you mean jazz flute. <laughs> Screw you, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> All right. I, I kind of wish I played the flute. That would be, be kind of cool. The jazz flute. <laughs> like the cool people. <laughs> not the regular flute. No, definitely not, not, not the dagger flute. <laughs> you think I'm a square? <laughs> Mark wishes he was a flautist. Every time I hear flautas, I think of flautas. Like this, they're bad. The Mexican dish. <laughs> yeah. 
Mexican team. All right, so the biggest story in baseball this week actually has to do with Freddie Freeman. With back alley deals. And this is nuts. His agent not doing his job? His agent's done for. So. His agent's not going to get another client. Let me read the way I wrote this, and then I'll I'll do like a summary of what actually happened, I guess. This is the best way for me to do this. Uh, reports coming out Wednesday that Freddie Freeman has fired his agent uh, that led the offseason contract negotiations after word came out that the Braves countered the Dodgers' offer he eventually ended up taking, but he was never told about the counteroffer. It's reported... That the offer was $28 million a year over five years. He had signed a $27 million six-year deal. It's widely suspected that if he had known about the counteroffer, he probably would have stayed in Atlanta where he was drafted and built a bond with the city, especially this past season that was capped off with a World Series championship. Uh, He's currently listed as self-represented. I'm a Brace fan. I'm fucking heated. Well, you know, he found out He's about heated. this because they just went and played the Braves. And you know somebody was like, hey, man, like, why didn't you take our offer? Yeah. And, yeah. He's, and he was like, what? Like, what offer? Yeah, they I mean, were like, that's exactly wait, no. how this happened. Like, wasn't, when, they were just the Braves, there. Yeah, yeah, he just got his ring. Out, he was crying. It was a real, like, crazy ceremony. Like, and the, the Braves thing, fans loved him. Wasn't the big thing when he got this contract with the Dodgers, didn't he, like, come out and say, like, he didn't want to, like, uproot his family? And, like, there's this whole, like, family so, kind of aspect to it. Well, it was viewed that he wanted it, to go it, back to California. Everybody looked from. at it like, ah, oh, he's a fucking Cali boy. He's being a pussy. He wants to go back home. When in reality, it was his agent was a grubby fuck, wanted to get more money somehow. So here's the thing. The way that this, again, like I said, I'll try to summarize it better. Uh, The Braves made a $135 million five-year offer that was still on the table in the first days after the owner's lockout had ended. As reported in March, his uh, representative from the XL representation company whatever what i don't know what you call a company of sports agents it's just the publicist company i don't fucking yeah. know agency agency yeah. that's agents. the word they're agents at an they agency. had contracted the head of baseball operations from the braves and presented two proposals on the behalf of freeman significantly higher than the 135 million that they had offered given the team an hour to respond the braves bumped their offer to 140 not close to Klaus's offer. Klaus is the uh, representative who led it. So, I thought Klaus was the guy who invented Christmas. No, he's the guy from the Umbrella Academy. Um, I don't watch it. That's shitty show. Okay. I've heard that show mentioned like 10 times this week. The new season just came out. The deadline had passed, sources say, and they had agreed that there was no offer on the tables. The Braves believing that the deadline meant that Freeman was about to conclude a deal with another team, likely the Dodgers quickly pivoted and signed Matt Olson to a eight-year, $168 million deal. Freeman reached out to some of his former Braves teammates and expressed shock that his negotiation had played out the way that it had. Within a week, Freeman had signed a six-year, $162 million deal, although the deal contains $57 million of deferred salary. It could have been worth less than the potential Braves deal over that shorter period of time. So basically, what I've surmised through this is that the agent makes more money off of the total number of the salary. So he wanted to go with what contract had a bigger number at the end because he gets a percentage of that. What's in best for his interests, yes, not his not clients, which is, his client which is what he's supposed to be doing. 
I also think that looking for his client. I also interest. think that he's looking at it from the standpoint of Freddie Freeman is not going to get a large amount of endorsement deals outside of regional stuff in the Atlanta area. If he's in L.A., he can get national sponsorship deals, larger endorsements, right? Which he, he was looking out for himself. That. Yes. What is what it so comes down to? I actually haven't read this portion of it. He's got to sue him for the for the what that contract would have been. Lost wages. Well, here's the deal. And Could then, he argue that the amount of money that was made in endorsement deals makes up for the difference or surpasses the yeah, difference? Yeah, but you can't. And they could say that. You gambled, though. No, you didn't know he no, was going to make no, the no, endorsement no, 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 no. money. Endorsements are a completely separate revenue stream. I understand you can, that. You cannot count that into I money made know. when that's not a part of your contract. I also don't know what uh, – like, I don't have an agent when I go negotiate with my boss for how much I get paid. So I can't say what rights or what – how much – I can't negotiate. Though. I can't say what he gives up. The governor like, won't let as me. far as like – does he give him the right to field offers and choose to not tell him them? Like, is that with, like, I, I had read that this isn't actually that crazy of a thing, but it's just so crazy yeah, because I it happened to that. a major Apparently play- it happens in baseball often. Yeah, it's Baseball's just a big- like the Wild Wild West of sports, though, when it comes to contracts. It's just a big thing because Freddie Freeman's such a big name, and he- And he fired him for it. And because the Atlanta, like, his connection to Atlanta, like, again, if the money was a little bit closer, he probably would have stayed. That's the thing. Like he just, would have taken that contract, I, and his yeah. agent fucking knows it. That's why he didn't tell him, and I, that's why it's fucked. I was just commenting on the endorsements aspect of your comment because that has nothing to do with. The no, contract. I understand. I'm saying that if there were like a legal battle, like I wonder if that could be an argument. No, I don't think so. I think he, even if he doesn't sue him, that dude is he's Done. probably not going to get any more clients. At least not MLB. Okay, following. Yeah. So agent Casey sports. Klaus accused Klaus. the Atlanta Braves of. Perpetrating a false narrative regarding the departure of Freddie Freeman. Uh, I will not stand by his allegations about his role in Freeman joining the Dodgers continue in the wake of the months of the fallout. Um, he kind of got beat up in the media, too, for, the, for him going to the Dodgers. Yeah, because it kind of seemed it's like he turned his back on this team yeah. that kind of brought him where he was. Klaus called we, If you go back in our episodes, we clown him. Yeah. We clown him like you fucking win a World Series with Atlanta. You go back to your hometown, you pussy. Like... I'm pretty sure that's – it might be a quote. I could feel myself saying it. <laughs> and now I feel like an asshole because he definitely would have stayed there. God bless you. Okay, so I have, a, I have a full – Or uh, whatever, I have a full, whatever uh, <laughs> religious thing you are. I have a full quote from the uh, the agent. He gives a fuck about his agent. Klaus He's called a shit. That He's a piece of shit. A wholly inac- inaccurate characterization and said XL Sports is evaluating all legal options – to address the reckless publication of inaccurate information, which I mean, he's gonna say it's kind of ridiculous. And to save face for his own career, which is kind of ridiculous, for, though, for, because like at well, the end of the day, like, did you not tell him about the the offer? No, no. Case okay, that's the end of it. Yeah, like, yeah but he works for an. A- he's an agent that works for an agency, and the agencies need like, to protect themselves. They need to protect themselves because they need to. Any... They need to keep their revenue stream up. Yeah, they're gonna throw out any. And no one's gonna want to sign the agency. They may even fire this guy. So hold we on. got rid of him because of it. All right, I have a full quote from the agent. I will not stand by as the circumstances surrounding Freddie Freeman's departure from Atlanta are mischaracterized. Since March, the Braves have fostered a narrative about the negotiations, which stated plainly, which I state plainly, is false. Part of the false narrative is the suggestion that I did not communicate a contract offer to Freeman. To be clear, we communicated every offer that was made, as well as every communication Excel 
had with the Braves organization throughout the entire process. I have a 30-year reputation in this business for integrity and honesty, and I have always operated with the utmost character. At Excel, we are privileged to represent many exemplar athletes, some of whom have chosen to spend their entire careers with one franchise. We always put the players' goals and best interests first, and will always continue to do so. I will bet pretty much all the fucking money in my bank account that he did not write that, that the PR I was team just about to say, who fucking, do you think wrote that? The PR. The fucking, they have an entire department of PR representatives, probably fucking people who just graduated with their master's degree, typing up that email, a team of fucking 10 different PR fucking girls fucking writing that shit. He did not quote Good that. job, ladies. None of them getting paid. No. They're all interns. Yeah, probably probably all fucking free interns in Pay 30 years. Bullshit. Why is Freddie Freeman acting surprised like that then? He's not like he's not known in the MLB to be a shady yeah, player. Like, yeah, like, like he is a well-respected player who was like looked up to and like beloved by the cities. That why would he in. have fired you then? Why exactly? Like no, that's this bullshit. dude didn't just say hey. Did he feel embarrassment or regret now that he made the switch Yo. and he just was standing there and he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna fire my agent. I'm, I'm telling. Him. I I just said it. What happened is he ran into somebody from the front office and they were like, hey man, like outside of everything, like why didn't why didn't you take our offer? And he probably was like, what? Like this is the first I'm hearing of this. That guy fucking pulled a hamstring because he's backpedaling so hard trying to save his own fucking job. Maybe he tore an Achilles. It's it's bullshit. No, it's it's I'm. Fuck Honestly, if the, Fuck the, the agency should come out and fire his ass and be like, you know what? That guy fucked up. That's not us. There's no way. I, I completely disagree to say that this is Freddie Freeman's fault because that's what he's – that statement saying that he told Freddie Freeman everything. That puts it on him. It, it, he's, uh, I told him. I told him, yeah. I told him everything. It should be pretty fucking easy. You, you Normally, you would send that shit via email. Or, or you're gonna up. you're gonna have some kind of paper trail behind that. There's you know, no you, you fucking give him a way. Phone call. Yeah, there's no fucking way that everything that he's told him about any remember, potential contract. I remember the. I don't know the exact episode, but Fuck we were saying we were it. talking about Freddie Freeman. I'm like, he's got. He looks like he has skeletons in his closet, and I don't trust him. And no, it's just uh, fucking. It's the agent. It's the fucking it shady the agent. agent. You were close. I was close. Or Freddie. I was in the, the right, greatest actor ever. I was in the right uh, vicinity. I, I don't. I, mean, I knew I smelled something. In the pessimistic worldview that I have, I, I'm, I'm giving Freddie Freeman the benefit of that we rise. I smell tomfoolery. You find out, more, you find out more information, and the truth comes out. I agree. I, I think from everything that we know of him publicly up to this point, I don't think he is the kind of guy to go to Atlanta and have this emotional thing, and he then cried when he received feel... his, his ring. Like that's it was a big moment. Yeah, I don't think that he felt like Honestly, the, regret the fans, for making the move the while standing there. The fans themselves, they, they're showing like really huge support to the the, the, yeah, the, the guys who left the too. team. Yeah, yeah. They like they did a whole – there's a standing ovation for Jacques, uh, Jacques Peterson. The pearl. The pearl. The pearl in the rough. Maybe they're just fucking full of class down in Atlanta. That's Southern hospitality. I guess so. Not ATL, but like Atlanta. Like the Braves, not the Falcons. <laughs> Man, don't worry. It's different. About it. All right. You'd smell the loser on. But my yeah, butt. speaking of losers, that dude's agent loser. I hope he loses his job. Speaking of losers as well, the lightning. lightning. The lightning losers. Lightning doesn't strike thrice. Uh, the Avs win the Stanley Cup in Game <laughs> Six. Uh, Avs score two goals in the second period to win two to one. Um, after the Lightning 
You love to see it. it, it, You love to see that kind of shit. Corey Perry loses three straight Stanley Cup finals. Do you know what I'm happy about? Is that the Rangers didn't even make it, even participate. Hey, I'm glad that the team that we lost to also lost. That means you would have lost too. Yeah, because we've been saying that the Avs are the best team for we a very say, long yeah, time. We said it last year that the Avs like the Avs look good, and then they kind of bobbled it. And well, then my, this year it was just they were back with a, a vengeance. I mean, this whole thing raises two questions, and we've spoken about the first question. How many dents the can they possibly put on the fucking Stanley? Have you seen the new what? video? Yeah, he, he lifted it and fell back. Yo, down. and that looks like a cartoon. Like, and then the guy runs over. He's like, "Oh shit!" And they, they had to take it off of him because it had him pinned to the ground. Oh god! So it is. A, there's a brush fire in town. It is the heaviest trophy in all of sports. It makes sense. It's the biggest trophy, probably. I think it's like 36 pounds. But it's not breakable, <laughs> so it's not as funny as when it's they just use funny that, that they keep denting the bottom of it. Like the whole the bottom rim, it looks like a fucking potato because it's all different. Like it's not as funny as when teams would win like the national championship in college football and drop the glass trophy and break it on the stage at the. Didn't uh, Tampa dented the Lombardi Trophy? But this takes yeah. that shit to a whole new level. This is like well, yeah, Tom Brady was throwing it from boats. I wish it would have fell in. That and just awesome. imagine it fell in the water and Gronk had to swim. They would have had the fucking yeah, the, the, the guys fucking from Tampa, the Tampa fucking scuba squad would have been down there. Found un, been ten unsolved murders solved <laughs> and, and one trophy found. So it raises two questions, though, in my opinion. And number one is, are the, were the Lightning as good as we? perceived right yes. like yes right i, I you would think, think the abs were exactly what, you would what think we so. thought they were last year but the first of the the two cups it, these two recent cups was the bubble year and they played a dallas team that was they got hot but they weren't that's all they, they were in a top they team they were just hot. hot in the playoffs which also they also, which could be how you win a stanley cup counterpoint they played the most amount of hockey than any other team in the league. In the last three years, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, well, so what? They're tired? I don't want to hear that shit. They, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the counterpoint long. to Connor saying that they're not as good as we think they are. No, they're good. They, the, light, to, the Lightning to, are good, but the Avs... To, dude, we, call, we called the Avs... Yeah. The playoffs started, we said the Avs. But then last year, they also played a Canadian team that did not belong in the finals. Like, if the league was structured the way that it normally was last year, remember, all the Canadian teams okay. only, only played, played each other. They still, teams. they beat the Islanders, who were one of the hottest teams in hockey at that point, too. Ugh, what a heartbreak. Okay, regardless, maybe they didn't play the most... I mean, I've seen a win. ...premier no, no, just, competition in the, in, the, in the Stanley Cup Finals, but you can't fault them for the run that they the made. the team that they... Yeah, they played the teams that were in front of them, 100%. There was I, no, I, there was no getting past I don't. Teams. I don't know if I'm even arguing that they're not as good as... I'm just posing the question. The lightning only got as far as they could. When it comes to natural disasters, avalanches are worse than lightning. (laughs) My uh, the real question is: Are we seeing the the birth of a new dynasty? Like the avalanche? Yeah. Who's well? They clearly don't know how to handle the cup, so (laughs) they need more experience in that. Yeah. Let's hope that they learn how to deal with that better. But I mean. In the in the coming years, I wish they like, wouldn't fix it. Who? So like next year, like, <laughs> someone leave it. next year someone just gets this dented ass cup. <laughs> like congrats, who? Who? beat ass trophy. I mean, Sir Charles. They kind of coasted to the. Fu- no, I wouldn't say coasted, but like it wasn't that. Well, I mean, it wasn't be- that tough. Of at a the wrong, beginning like- of when we start, when we had Paul on, and we talked hockey. I said West Coast hockey doesn't exist for me until the playoffs. Hot hockey. Well, not the Avalanche aren't, but no, 
Hot hockey definitely doesn't exist for me. Slushy hot hockey. hockey, I mean Tampa Bay. That's human hockey. The Avalanche, Florida is human hockey. That's swamp hockey. Did you see that the goalie, <laughs> the goalie for the Avalanche was wearing actual shorts underneath his yeah. goalie pants yeah, he when was they were sweating. playing games in Tampa because it was too hot. Yeah, dude, his skin was so exposed. They were up. The one game I did watch, uh, they were, the Avalanche were up two one. They're in Tampa. And they're like, oh, so like, how is it? And he goes, oh, well, the ice is shit. But <laughs> they bleeped him. <laughs> he's like, but you know, uh, he's like, we're we're uh, we're making manage and blah, blah, blah. Like, and you know how hockey players, uh, and uh, and you know, uh, so we're out there. We're uh, out there. We're just trying to get the four check going. You know, and, get some uh, pucks in the zone. See what we can do. See what our boys. Uh, see what our boys can do. Uh, they got a lot of us. Hockey Try player. editing out all those odds. Yeah, they're like, they're like, there's not a lot of media, so don't really worry about it. Let's let's do we're, that hockey. We're not, really, we're not really covering this. In the words of Chance the Rapper, yeah, let's do that hockey. Humid hockey. What was the second question? You posed the first one. What was that was the second question. The second question is, are we looking at another dynasty oh, brewing dynasty. Okay, in in Colorado? And I think so. I, think so. I mean, like, possibly what? they were they were in the talks last year with the bullshit season, and then. Here's what your full season. You've seen what they could do. They What's were good. guy's name McKinnon? Yeah. He's fucking he he didn't nasty. He didn't win MVP, looks... though. He didn't win the Con Smythe. Who did? I don't Con like, I don't like that you answered that. I don't like that you asked that question. Well, you you posed it. I, I I'm going to follow up. You're, you're the one who said he, he didn't, didn't win. win. He didn't win the Con Smythe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, just <laughs> that, like, we're talking about one of the best players at fucking the NHL, and you're not going to tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like that you posed that question. I don't like that you answered my question with a question. Oh, okay. That's usually how, like, sports radio talk goes. Hey, 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 this is not the radio. No, this podcast. is the wild west of sports talk. Kale Maker. Macker. Macar. Kale Macar. Position? How many last names? Defender. Defender. Love that. Love when a defender gets Kale MVPs. Maker. <laughs> it's all hyphenated. Maker, Macker, Macar. Is there anything else to touch on sports-wise outside of the, the hockey, NHL? Let's do that hockey. No, I don't have I wanna, anything. I want to have... mention some things on soccer before we go to top five. If you uh, have no, I you... had uh, a little NFL. Okay. Oh, right yeah, yeah, okay. That's, um, uh, do we have any other sports? No. No, <laughs> no I, we don't. I thought you said, do we have any more NHL? I was asking sports okay. in general. Uh, Tyre McLaurin signed a three-year, $71 million contract extension with $28 million guaranteed. And, I mean, the commanders, come on. Why you waste your money? You guys stink. I mean, he's the best you receiver could, in that receiving core. So they yeah, need but you could have paid up. me eight bucks. I seen his I seen his games played to numbers, to yards, touchdowns up against Deontay Johnson's. Very close, pretty much right there. The only he has di- more yards, but the only difference is the, the, the quarterback thrown to the only him. Category beats him. I mean, Honestly. Washington hasn't really had a, a respectable quarterback thrown to him. Ben hasn't been able to throw deep in years. I would still take Ben. Way over, and I would take the I would I would take the coaching. Fitzpatrick played what a half a season? Not even still have. like three weeks before he hit, fucked up his hip. But like I would also take the coaching scheme and being able to scheme him into open spaces a lot better in Pittsburgh than I would in Washington. You're also forgetting the Deontay Johnson season where he had 22 drops and led the league, but still keeps numbers with scary. Yeah, Perry. but he was still like a top 15 receiver that league that year because. He would drop a pass, and Ben would throw to him again. Yeah, he's like, I don't care if you dropped it; I'm going to you again. Yeah, yeah. Which is a veteran quarterback. He's like, I'm going to put the ball. I'm going to attempt to put the ball in my best player's hands. I actually seen something funny that we're talking about NFL. Did you? Does anybody know who Chase Daniel is? Uh, backup quarterback. Backup quarterback for the Chargers. 
He will. Oh, he, well, he was on the Texans, I, I think, in the past. He was on a couple teams. He's going to surpass the forty-one million dollar earning mark this year, ranking him in the sixty-second all-time for NFL QB earnings. He started a total of five games in his thirteen-year career and averages six yards an attempt. What was it? Uh, Alex Moran, Blue Mountain State, backup quarterback, is the best position in all sports. Hell yeah! Forty-one million dollars being a. I mean, nobody beats Sam Bradford's fucking. Hundred million dollars, and he was fucking, a starter though, and he got hurt. Yeah, but he, he the rest, he was I a mean, starter for how long? If He's we a starter talk on the about, Rams, but I'm saying he got that contract being a starter. Chase Daniels getting contract. He made being the a rest of the money as backups though. But wasn't he? Wasn't he already committed to all those years? As uh, no, he he what he signed with the Vikings on a deal. He uh, signed okay, yeah, Bradford. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bradford the Eagles. He, um, yeah, he, he was, was a starter for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, at some point, they yeah. didn't sign him as the starter. I'm, I'm, the point I'm making is that Sam Bradford, Chase Daniel, is a backup always, through and through. Yeah, forty-one million dollars being a backup quarterback. You want to talk about a lifelong backup? That, Hello. You want to talk about a lifelong backup that got a bag? Matt Flynn, fucking the Seahawks signed him to for forty. Well, they million. thought he was going to be the guy, yeah. and then Russell Wilson he blew came up through. for two games in Green Bay. That was a how long ago was that? That was Russell Wilson's. Freshman year, 2015, maybe. All right, so we're done with nope. Done with Terry. So go on to uh. So Baker Mayfield. Bag. Baker Mayfield says the door is closed between him and the Browns. But if there were to be reconciliation, the Browns would have to make they, the first move. Yeah, so they um, they have to move first. I think that he's gone. I don't. Is he still into Carolina? Or is that uh, he's more Seattle. linked to Seattle? Seattle, Seattle. Seattle which uh, we spoke about this last week. I would like to see him there. You know. No. I want him to start for the Browns this year. I feel like that's not going to be fun. Like I don't want it to be fun. You don't because because you want him to. Oh, lose. that's why I'm giving you, you my opinion. Lose. This is how I feel. I don't want it to be fun for him. I want him to suffer. I want him to stay on the Browns forever and never leave because he's the king of choking, and I love him exactly where he is. <laughs> Except on every commercial. Except in between the games. Well, you're gonna have Jacoby Brissett to love. Because he's probably going to be the starter. Brisket. Joby Brisket. For he probably isn't because Baker's going to start in Seattle with yeah. Pete Carroll. Yeah. I would like to see Baker. The 90-year-old man's going to start a rebuild. <laughs> That's the guy you want to rebuild your team? Come on. How old is he? He's, he's in his 70s, I think. He's spry, though. He's got a really long face. He's got a really strong jaw. Yeah. He chews Crimson a whole chin. pack of big league chew every game. That's his gum of choice? I like that. I hope so. I honestly don't know. I I, I was hoping he chewed. I did that one time and I got yelled at. I was hoping he chewed in Little League. I was hoping he chewed. Yeah, I put a whole pouch of Big League chew. I was swallowing some of it, choking, and then I put it on the wall. Got in trouble. (laughs) Coach Hatch wasn't happy. Was not. I was I was hoping that he chewed zebra stripe gum and just had to put a new piece in every two minutes. Nobody chomps that deep on zebra stripe. (laughs) (laughs) Two chomps would be out of flavor. He'd be changing. But he had a bunch of temporary tattoos. <laughs> he takes off that fucking Seattle windbreaker covered in zebras doing doing sports. Wind sports, snowboarding, all of it. That was the best one. The zebra with the wind surfboard. Just it was like, the biggest one. Just like, what up? <laughs> or him bouncing a soccer ball on his hoof. <laughs> like, I don't think that works. Okay. It's flat as yeah. the ball, is it? <laughs> is that it Watson. Watson. Uh, Watson. Uh, yeah. 
Last thing we have, I, I, I have, didn't, I have one I more didn't, thing on I the didn't read well. about it because I, I can't until until penalties pass down. What the fuck? Like, what are they saying sixty games now? Well, but, no. So the no, NFL but, is pressuring because they. I read a little bit about it. They they want to uh, reevaluate some shit, and the NFL is like, well, like we really want to get a suspension going. So yeah, they we, literally said, well, we really want to like push a suspension. By mini camp, yeah. So by by summer, by our fucking camp. So so his disciplinary, get a ruling going. Yeah. His disciplinary hearing started on Tuesday, concluded Thursday after three days. There's no timetable for a ruling, but word coming out of it from the insiders at this point now is a year. That year yeah. could be handed down with indefinite tacked on to that. I know we spoke about this last week. It should be more where. To the whole contract. But. Because the owners are in charge of Roger Goodell. And the owners are mad that the Browns fucked the quarterback market. So the other owners could be like, hey, fuck them that whole contract. But the only thing I can think is if you're an owner, you don't want to go too hard one way. Find yourself in the same position that the Browns are in where like. One of your stars is up for suspension, or you, and you're yeah, or and you're looking not up for, for suspension, but you did some questionable things. That yeah, are about and to hit. you're looking for a lifeline from you know your co-owner, your, your the other owners in the league, and you don't want to be the guy that you know said no, suspend him for three fucking years because I'm thumbs down and I'm, I don't give a fuck. I no, I I completely they understand. They fucking that. killed the quarterback market. I completely understand. Aside from that, of I mean, all people a, that are going to be mad, it's going to be that, the Ravens. I mean, he's just a piece of shit. Like, the Ravens are going to be mad. Here's the bad dude. I'm talking about is a business standpoint. Oh yeah, yeah. The, As the other are, owners, yeah, the, the Ravens are heated. Yeah, the Ravens and the Cardinals, Cardinals are right fucking now. pissed. The Chargers, yeah. they're fucking pissed. Everyone's Herbert's going to have. Yeah. They're all going to be getting fucking three hundred thousand dollar contract, three hundred million dollar contracts guaranteed. But I would that that's my only hesitation on it is uh, believe me and in my personal when opinion, they go to give Tua three hundred million dollar contract guaranteed you'll, you'll be indifferent it. about it stop it Tua's not going to throw a ball over thirty yards this year and then he'll be gone what I'm thinking though most is like I said I wouldn't put it past the owners to be lenient so that they don't lose support from another owner that may become vindictive in the future when. Again, when you're looking for a lifeline, it's just a thought. But personally, I think like a two-year suspension. Yeah, 30 other ones. My my personal opinion would be two full years. Because you can't count on, you know. Two full years and then not including time served, technically. Time served would be the year that he already didn't play. So like three years of proper suspension. Because just because, Jesus Christ. Like some of the stuff that you, you're hearing, like where... What was the newest thing that the masseuses for the team were saying that he was leaving wet spots on the table after they would massage him? Like, dude, come on. Like, that was the problem. He was coming on. Like the table. Yeah. You can't help <laughs> you can't help it if you're being sexually aroused by the massage, but maybe like stop getting massages. Yeah, may, like after like the second time you're like, oh shit, like I got like I probably gotta do stop yeah. She touches my back and I come. Can we get like a fucking hairy fat guy to do this for me, please? Like <laughs> then if he comes it's just the massages. Yeah, then like he can't really can <laughs> guys, I've tried everything. It's like fucking Phil from equipment management. <laughs> he even got me there. 
he's got to get Jerry Jones to come in and give him a massage. He's like, guys, I'm serious. I'm I'm doing everything. I could imagine. I could see him blown being his hell right in Bill O'Brien's butt chin. <laughs> That's a great butt chin. <laughs> Loved him at Penn State. Great chin. He's just like two fingers slapping it like. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, bringing in Penn State. Fucking USC's pretty bad on the road. You better hope it's all road games. USC, joining UCLA, the, or joining or the, the Big Ten. Ten. I mean, I'm it's some guaranteed wins when they play Rutgers and I shit. That, but... I said that at the gym. I'm like, so are you going to put fucking some respect in the Big Ten now? Like, because he keeps he UCLA saying fucking... and fucking USC. I he's mean. like, yeah, he's like, prestigious universities going back to their glory days. They're going to wax the floor with those little boys. I'm like, all right, Jim. You'll see. Jim's a Rutgers fan. He's not. No, he's a Louisville fan. Louis fan. He's a Rutgers. For football, is, what is he? A Louis fan. Louis, uh, I thought it was just basketball. Uh, I don't know what he is for college football. I don't think he really has one. Because Louisville football is Big Ten, no? No. No. It's, same, it's the same program. Uh, uh, he's a fucking fraud anyway. Yeah. Jim. They were big. You know, I mean, I'll listen to this. Go away. Jim likes fucking. <laughs> Jim likes ACC. Jim yeah, Wright likes fucking Rutgers women's basketball. That's what. That's his favorite sport. Before we move on from football, did you guys see the the news about Eli Manning this week? No. Hysterical. So, he used to get massages. Is he, is too. he officially on the spectrum? He may need a massage. He used to get massages at Tennessee. Remember, uh, so Eli Manning. Peyton. Peyton. Eli Manning got got hurt this week. My man is forty one years right? old. He shared a tweet saying, so I thought it would be a good idea to try our old conditioning test for the Giants today. Ten half gassers, sideline to sideline, and back in 18 seconds. He's like, I made it to nine, and then I pulled my hammy. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Go Wait, on the sideline t- to sideline? <laughs> go yeah. go on the said? Twitter account. 18 seconds. You Where did you find that? On his, he tweeted it himself. All right. Go on the Twitter that. account, pull that up, and tag Jim and say, Jim, this you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Wait, you have to do that in 18 seconds? Sideline to sideline, ten times. In 18 seconds. Yeah. Maybe both times. Like, every time you do it, it has to be 18 seconds. Okay. I was yeah, like, like a suicide. Oh You're not God. doing 10 fucking sidelines to sidelines in 18 well, seconds. that's impossible. Yeah. Tariq Hill can't do that. No one can. No. Maybe every time it has to be 18 seconds. I mean, that was kind of like, for, for like, for soccer, what we had to do was we had what's to a, do... What, what's the width of a, of a football field? 70 yards? 60. 50? 25? Across. No, it's definitely it's 50, fifty yards. Probably fifty yards. Yeah, I think it's 50. Half of a foot. But like that's probably like a I'm seventy to eighty percent sprint. But you're doing that consistently. Like that's there. what I mean. It's keeping the eighteen seconds. Yeah. So it's probably easy the first three times. Yeah. It's keeping the eighteen seconds. Does but my time roll over? Fifty three point one three yards. Okay, so fifty yards. I mean, a full on sprint, you could probably make hundred sixty yards and like. Yeah, I think guys are doing forty yard dashes and. Eli, even Eli Manning was probably running his his forty yard dash in like five, fucking three, under five five seconds. Yeah, so eighteen, but you're getting going, to the tenth. Yeah, you're going seventy percent probably seventy eighty percent. Daniel Jones might be able to do all ten in eighteen seconds. He should. He's on the Giants. He's, he's currently. not a forty one year old. Well, no, retiree. he's just the fastest. Wait, he got to what one nine. And he oh, he got to the second to last <laughs> when he pulled his hammy. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I wish he pulled it on the first one. That didn't Daniel funnier. Jones have the fastest run? Of all time? No, he, he reached the top speed or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, he was up there. As he was falling. Yeah, so he should he should be able to do <laughs> that Ran so fast out of his shoes. He's fast, man. <laughs> Gotta be with that offensive line. Danny Run Pennies? for his life. Yeah. Danny Pennies? So th- this just happened earlier this week, so that's, that's funny. That's, that is right. funny. You have soccer for us? Yes, so I have a few things to bring up. Just some real quick, because it's offseason, just some big kind of re-signings. Uh, Liverpool re-signed Salah. 
Uh, Rafinha from Brazil, who is on Leeds, is being linked to Barcelona. Barcelona and Bayern Munich, their talks are dissolving right now for Lewandowski. Lewandowski is supposed to be bought out by he like wants out of Bayern Munich so bad. Apparently, I've seen uh, Man City is going to jump on De Jong if uh, Man United doesn't go through. That's it. another one. Yeah, well, um, they better go through with it. Uh, Gabriel Jesus left last week from Man City. Once they signed Holland, they he went to Arsenal. Well, they better <laughs> to Matt Matt Turner. Yeah, he's he's officially signed with Arsenal now. Yeah, I was talking to my friend on my baseball team that knows him, and he said uh, he has to like look for a like place to stay in England, that kind of thing. It was really cool. So on his signing day, there was a Tottenham fan that asked for his jersey to be signed, and he skipped right over him. So like immediately, just going into like fuck the other teams, like because yeah, they have a rivalry. Yeah, so. Earlier this week, there was, like, dissolving talks about PSG and Neymar, and Neymar was reportedly linked to Chelsea, but earlier today, apparently, he re-signed, like, a fucking crazy extension. With PSG. With PSG, yeah. So... Get those numbers. Um, yeah, so, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of signings. Man, Man U signed someone from the first signing of the Tehag of his tenure. They signed a player, Tyrell Malaysia, Malaysia from OL. From it was between him and, and the French team. I think it's uh, Lyon is, is the team. So it's a fifteen million dollar deal plus two million euro add-ons, and that's the first signing for the Manchester United new boss. And then outside of that, big news came out is that they're introducing a new technology that's going to be utilized in this World Cup. Yeah, FIFA. FIFA is introducing a new offside ball tracking device. Yes, they are implanting them into the balls. Which we we haven't... see the picture of it. Yeah, it's fucking. It looks pretty. It looks like a. It looks like a pollen cell from Osmosis Jones. Yeah, it's like it's got like a bunch of like. There's like a center. Rods. There's a center ball with different. Yeah, with like sprouting rods. It looks like COVID. Yeah, so kind of. Yeah, it's a new semi-automated offside technology which will be utilized first in the 2022 World Cup. So how it's going to be used? The technology is going to use 12 cameras positioned around the stadium roof to track players' movements using 29 data points per player making a three-dimensional virtual model of the match. It's going to track the player's limbs and make this data points 50, sec- 50 times every second. The camera is also going to track the ball's position. Although there's a sensor inside the match ball, the records will show where, when the exact moment is kicked. So there's going to be like artificial intelligence that's going to be put up this data together in real time. So like they, they do kind of like the offsides line now, and they kind of have that, but it's going to be even more accurate. So... It said they're gonna have like a like three D images up on the screens, yeah, to help the fans understand the referees calling. So it's gonna be he's gonna get the same thing where it's like a VAR decision where he points to his ear and then he has to do the whole boxing. It's gonna be the same situation. It's gonna be coming from the VAR assisted referees in the booth wherever they're stationed. That could be kind of annoying. It's granted, it's gonna be good for the game because it's gonna be like finally a consistent regulated offside decision. Because over the past few years, the offside rule has changed multiple times. It most recently changed, like the last season, where it was it was supposed to be any point of your body if it was beyond the line, you'd be considered offside. But now it has to be like it's it's like a a prominent part of the body now. And instead of being at just like a toe or a hand, it has to be like your shoulder or your knee. Like you have to be going in that direction, or like if you're running, if you're trying to do an offside trap, if it's like your heel, right, rather than just like your trailing hand, if you're like making a run away from the ball and your hands flying behind you. It's going to be more consistent, but the first time that it happens and pulls a goal away from like a big like top five nation, fans are going to freak the fuck out. So 
I don't agree with it. I'm happy that it's being introduced into the game. It's definitely going to be better in the long term. For them to do it in... Again, introducing these things in the World Cup or... Yeah, major tournaments. Like, they do this shit all... Like, why are you testing things in major tournaments? Again, like we said before, there's multiple friendlies that just took place after qualifiers. and The Nations League. You could have tested all of this in the Nations League. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I don't believe... This is going to be, like, a Brazil kind of World Cup where, like, they force these fucking stadiums to be built in the middle of fucking nowhere and... there's the not desert. Gonna, there's not going to be the best By fucking slaves. situations in these in these stadiums. There's definitely going to be mishaps. Apparently, what they're arguing is that typically an offside rule takes about a minute and a half. It's like seventy seconds or so, or like a minute and ten seconds or so for them to make a determination. This is going to reduce it down to fifteen to twenty-five seconds. So it's going to be completely cut it by like a third of the time to make a determination. But again, going back to like why introduce this for the fucking World Cup? You have multiple international competitions. The Nations League is a, per- is yeah, a perfect place like, to do things like a this. A fake tournament that's recently just started. You have the all national teams. Yeah, it's the stadiums. You, you're going to have the most up-to-date, top-of-the-line stadiums and, and teams. Like This is where it should have been re- introduced, not the Qatar World Cup. But ultimately, Which is already a fucking test. I know. It's We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it for the future of the game, just because it's going to make things more consistent and not be fucking determinate. But we probably won't see it in like... It's probably only going to be brought into, like, the Premier League. It's probably going to be brought into, like, MLS now. They just signed that fucking multi-million dollar contract. But, like, you think about it. If they say they used it in, like, qualifying teams from, say, the CONCACAF, like El Salvador, where they're playing on fucking – where they're finding metal from a concert in the USA game because it turned into a fucking swamp. Or, like, Eastern Europe where these teams have a, a population size of, like, 500,000. Like, you're not going to be able to in- implement that into these stadiums. So – you're only going to see it in the big in the big leagues probably the following season. Definitely the Premier League, probably like Bundesliga and Serie A and La Liga and, and French League. But overall, it's going to be good for the game. But it's it's definitely going to have its hiccups. So it's definitely a cool technology that they're going to be introducing. But that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. So Neymar, just to touch back on this, activated a extension clause in his contract that will keep him with the club through 2027. He'll be making thirty-one million pounds a year, which translates to thirty-seven and a half million dollars a year. Yeah, it's insane. And if he activated that contract, because they wanted him out, apparently PSG was saying that like well, they want to get their their heavy spending kind of under control. Well, if you remember a few weeks back, we talked about how Mbappe signed that like crazy deal to give him like God, ruler, emperor of PSG and mm-hmm. make him make decisions. There is a lot of speculation online that like. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was jokes or if it was just like he was. There's reality behind it of like him wanting him out, and apparently PSG like didn't want to do this. So if he reactivated a clause, that's probably him being like, "Fuck you! This is part of my contract. You're paying me." Because he was linked to Chelsea. Chelsea was trying to get him. So, but yeah, he's staying. He's staying put. They're not going to win anything. Doesn't fucking matter. PSG sucks. One more thing. We're going to jump into Mark's top five in one second. But uh, tomorrow we have a UFC pay-per-view. Sean O'Malley's fighting. Act like you've been there. Mark. Steve Cohen tweeted, I hope everyone's enjoying my favorite day of the year. Yeah, Bobby Benia did. Stop. Yo, I listened Someone to- tweeted at him and said, why don't you just pay off the balance? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and Sean then a burner, I'm- hold on, a burner account tweeted, a Stephen Cohen burner account. It says, Stephen Cohen, owner of the Mets. Fun fact, even if Benia got 1.19, 
every year for the next 1,400 years, he would still not have as much money as me. That's crazy. But go ahead, Con. Sean, Sugar Show, right? Yeah, the Sugar Show makes his return to the Octagon tomorrow against Pedro Munez. He should make light work, and that should help move him closer to a title shot at bantamweight. Uh, then you got Robbie Lawler fighting. Jesus Christ, the man is old. The man's been around a long time, but it should be a good one. In your co and your in your co-main event, you got Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway in the third fight of this trilogy. You guys can attest to this because we watched this. Max has lost the last two fights, and it's some of the the that's why some of the highest level of robbery I've ever seen in the UFC. The first fight could be a toss up at decision. There's no way that Max Holloway lost that second fight, and I will take that shit to my grave. We watched that fight. We know what we saw. We know that Max Holloway won that fucking fight. Volkanovski says that if he wins this fight, he already seems to be looking past it. I need Max to win this fight, but Volkanovski says that if he wins this fight, he's looking to fight at a different weight class because he wants double champ status. So that'll be interesting to look forward to and see what transpires with that. In your main event, you got Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier, And is he at middleweight still? Like, until he gets beat, the man rules the division. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen a guy that since the Kelvin Gastelum fight where he, he said, bring it, I'm ready to die in this fucking octagon. We've we've seen someone on a run, except minus the fight where he tried to jump up to light heavyweight, but we haven't seen someone on a run in their respective division be as dominant and like, not even dominant, but just like, not even be tested. Like he's, he's winning some of these fights. And he's not even being challenged. It's it's almost John Jones-esque where, like, there's times where you see John Jones where it almost seems like he's being challenged, but it's because John's like, I'm not going to put a guy out. Like, Makes sense. let me mess around. Like, let so, me, per- like, get octagon time. So I have a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Don't go off on a tangent. And I'm going to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> All right. I'll try. Do you believe that Adesanya is the face of the UFC right now? No. Who is? Without going off on a tangent. Just give me a name. John Jones still probably. And when was the last time he wow. fought? Yeah, but just the hype around. There's still a bullet. No. So it came out earlier this week that John Jones is ready to fight at heavyweight. If Steep, if Naganu's not. How many times has Adesanya fought stop. since the last time stop. John Jones has fought? I'm telling you not to go on a tangent. I don't care about your explanations. I, I, I just then don't ask the question. You don't. You truly don't think Adesanya is is the the face of the UFC? Uh, honestly, if we're talking about face of the UFC. Realistically, it's probably Kamara Usman. Okay. Probably Kamara uh, Usman. I'll accept that. Okay. Yeah, because, because people love heavyweights. All no, right. well, he's not heavyweight. I mean, Nagano's so f- the heavyweight, but... Follow-up. Kamara Usman, because Kamara Usman is anyone that comes into his realm, he's putting out. Okay, right. so Adesanya... He's murking dudes on a different level. Adesanya's top five. Adesanya's top three. He's top, top two. Okay. It's, it's, he's top two. Like. Okay. It's right. not, you yeah, 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 I'm not saying. You're right, you're right. Top five. Mark, let's get it. <laughs> so. So check what, that out for tomorrow. Though. What about, who is this other guy? What do you know about him? Can we get Mark involved before he fucking falls oh, asleep, please? It? Yeah. I, I mean, he's a journeyman. He's 15 and 5. He's been a guy that's been. I need a toilet cell. Rumored around the, the top of the middleweight uh, division for a long time. He's getting his shot now. 
he's been he's been aiming for Adesanya for a while. Okay. He hasn't had the shot at Adesanya. But I haven't heard of this guy, that's why I ask. Because like you, you're going off on Adesanya. We've talked about Adesanya multiple times. I want to introduce no, no, this yeah, other yeah. guy. Canyonier is your. He's getting his chance now, and he's got to capitalize tomorrow and solidify, like make himself the guy. And if he makes himself the guy, he's got to fight Adesanya back again immediately. That's what will happen. But with that said, I think Adesanya walks out easy, and I think that Volkanovski Holloway should actually be the main event on this card. But to your point of who is the face of the UFC, Adesanya sells cards. Okay, Adesanya sells cards. But if I had to, but if I have to, getting sold cards in years. But if I have to say who's who's the guy, if he comes back, there's going to be it's John Jones. John Jones highest viewership. John Jones and Conor McGregor could take five years off and come back and they sell tickets. Yeah, but so when I say face, it's who can sell the most buy rate. But if we're talking about active fighter, fighters, that's what I was that's fighting on a regular basis. The champion, like the the pound for pound. Best fighter in the world pound might be what? pound for pound. Best fighter in the world might be what you're asking. No, Kamar Usman. Okay, Kamar Usman is the best fighter in the UFC right now. Okay, hundred percent. All right, Mark, top five. Marquee. Hey, what we got? Get all right. My top five for today is it's your top five, not anyone else's. It's right? mine, and no one else, anybody else's. So you need to keep that in mind too, because this is a pretty broad field here. So, uh. My top five is the top five video games before the year 2000. Ooh, oh, God. I got a bunch of good ones. Goldeneye. I thought about it. I really did. It was going to be my number five, but I had to my put number one. a different one for number five. Mario right. 64. Come on. Let's go in order. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Mario Kart. Mario Kart's not on the list. There is, so, I want to preface this with there are a couple... Computer games, mm, okay, on here just because that's like Doom. So no Doom. I'm saying like Doom. Um, yeah, like Doom. Before 2000, the Hercules. No, that was a game great Windows 95. That was a great. Uh, it was a very backyard good game. baseball. Backyard baseball is number four on hey! the list. My boy Pablo, Pablo Sanchez, yeah. Dante Robinson, Yo Debo Keisha Samuel. Phillips. Debo Samuel's trending on Twitter right now. Why? Uh, because some little kid brought up a 49ers football for him to sign, and he didn't sign it. Oh. <laughs> and the little kid just, like, puts his head down and, like, walks back oh, to his dad. Man. What a dickhead. Yeah, he looks like a dick in the video, too, if you Mother watch fucker. it. fucker. All right, that's number four. Retweet it and just write dickhead, please. <laughs> All right, so we got backyard baseball. Backyard um, soccer. <laughs> backyard football. Backyard hockey. You ever play backyard hockey? Not to jump off this, though. It's a very good game. Underrated, I would say. I would probably say second best backyard sports game. Can I ask a, a question as a hint? Yeah. What was your first system growing up? Mark had all of them. Yeah. Fuck me. My brother. <laughs> yeah, he would get one and his brother get the other. Yeah, or we we do like, this is for both of you. Yeah, yeah. Type we, deal as well. Oh, we always got the this is for both of you, my brother. But got both systems. Yeah. 2000. I'm immediately going to N64. That's the only. I'm just wrapping. That's a, my yeah. Brain. That's where my brain is. Uh, I'm trying to think of like PS1, uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's not on here. I did think about it, like legitimately, but I had. There is one PS1 game on here. Is All it right, Spyro. It's not. Is it Crash Bandicoot? Could be. <laughs> well, we're asking. 
but yeah, it could be. Is it Mike's guess? <laughs> That's my guess. Crash Bandicoot's my guess. Uh, so it is a Crash Bandicoot game. Crash Bandicoot Three Warped. No. Oh, uh, Crash the the fucking Crash carts. Team the Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing is CTR. number five. CTR. CTR is number game. five. That's a you, great you, you game. You put. CTR over. I didn't play Mario Kart really as a kid. I I was a, a crash again, team racer. Again, yeah, this same. is Mark's top five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I agree Come with on. that. I never was really into Mario Kart until we were rocking it like Old years ass, yeah. later. I yeah. played uh, Mario sixty four over Mario Kart on yeah Nintendo sixty four and sixty four. Well, in I played, the like, a rotation of a Switch. couple games, and I'm not going to say any of them because one of them is on the list. Is it Bomberman? No. <laughs> Bomberman's a good game. Uh, what about Star Fox? No. Banjo-Kazooie? No. no. I love that game. Is that the, the, the like, MA like, game? What's no, the no, that's Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, okay. Conker's Bad Fur Day Zelda. is fucking wild. Not uh, Zelda. It's a big one. A big one. Yeah, it's like Sonic? one of like the games. Pokemon Stadium? No. Pokemon Snap. When did that come out? No. Pokemon yeah, That was on like GameCube, I think. Pokemon Snap was no, on 64. Snap was on 64 and Stadium well. was also on 64 because yeah. it was almost on the list. There is two. I had two because I remember Pokemon Stadium 2. two. The, the, it was the, Gold the and Silver. Yeah, oh, the card yeah. just playing uh, Gold and Silver. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Red. No, that's no. Green. That's, Pokemon yeah, Blue. Pokemon Yellow. How many guesses you fucking Sapphire. got in a row? I don't know. I'm just. I'm trying to think of the N64. If you one. can think of the other, N64 is a big one, right? It's a big, big game. Super Smash Brothers. Number two. Let's go on the list. Come on, that's like that's like yeah. one of the games. Yeah, yeah. I've put in so many. My college years were Smash, just tournaments. Dude, I remember playing every fucking. It day. was like one of the only times my dad ever played video games with me and Dylan because we couldn't beat Jigglypuff. <laughs> like to unlock. They say we couldn't beat the hand. No, no. So we couldn't. We couldn't like unlock Jigglypuff. And my dad came and did it, and we were like, "What?" And then he never played again. <laughs> He's like, "Give me it." It was the equivalent He's of like, like the fucking da- posers. It's like the, real quick. the dad that never, never pushes their kid on a swing. Yeah. That was like the equivalent. Jerry, like, I'll do it, but I'm I know, not happy about I it. I know Connor asked this. Did you ever play Star Fox? Yes. So remember the last level, Andros. Did, did I don't you get think that I've far? ever made it that far. So he's like a big monkey with like just like you have to shoot his hands out, and I was like deathly afraid of him, so I had to get my dad to fucking be Andros <laughs> as well. So I was like, I can't watch, I'm too afraid. So the other two are not major systems. Sonic. No. Mortal Kombat. One's a computer game. Did you have a Sega Saturn? The other one is like you guys were on it, but you didn't get it. Counter Strike's gonna be no. no I'm I gonna guess it's po- Counter Strike. It's list. gonna be Pokemon something then. Gold. Yeah, it's number one on the list. That okay. was my probably my favorite video game ever. Literally. Pokemon Gold and Silver, probably the best Pokemon. Games. I remember finishing the first eight badges and, and then being like, and not knowing and being like, oh my god, wait, there's I get to do all eight again of the old ones, and you get to fight Ash at the end or Red rather. Yeah. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah, I, no, yeah. That, that blew my mind when I was a kid. And I just like I remember getting like lost in those games, yeah. like completely, like hours 100%. and hours and hours and yeah. hours. Of games. You guys want to hear uh, something I don't bring up often? I fucking hate the Pokemon games. How you have ADD, so you can't concentrate. Yeah, they're yeah. a long haul. Yeah. No, literally, they like are. as they start, whenever you have to get cut to like do something, I'm done. I'd be like, Doug, can you like get cut for me so I can keep playing this game? And he'd be like, Yeah. 
then he would do it, and then, like, I just, I wouldn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, the, I was like, why do I have to, like, get past, like, a fucking, bo-? it would piss me off so much that there was, like, that, just, like, this border wall, and, like, you couldn't get through it, and they were, like, this one little, like, hedge, and it's like, oh, you gotta get cut. But okay, you gotta ride the bike all the way over here so you can get cut. You gotta ride the bike back over. I'm like, yo, fuck this game. I'm well, done. you're looking at it the wrong way. All right, you just do that whenever you get a chance. Fuck that shit. I'm pl- I'm just gonna play Kirby. All right. So as a recap, gold was one, four, five. Gold was one. one Smash was uh, two. One, two, two, four, four and five. five. So number three, you have not guessed yet. But also, I'm gonna have to plug my Instagram page for my Pokemon cards because we plug it. Pokemon. Do it. Plug so, it up. Everybody go to poke collect them all, poke collect them all on Instagram and check out the cards that I'm posting. I've sold a couple already. I got 500 followers in five days. Pretty pretty good ratio. It's, honestly, the uh, selling Pokemon cards is like huge right now. I know, dude. So I have over 5,000 cards easily, like easily, and I've been posting them. It's been really cool because people are like freaking out over them, and I'm like, oh, I've just had these. Yeah. You know, like, so, yeah, definitely go check it out. It's P-O-K-O-L-L-E-C-T-E-M-All. Uh, we'll, collect them all. Yeah. We will repost it on our gram, and we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. I'm doing a different uh, series every week of cards. So the first one was, like, the base set, the originals. Next week is going to be the Team Rocket. That's cards. hilarious. So, That's awesome. Yeah. I've been seeing your username pop up, like, liking our show stuff i'm yeah. like who the fuck is this spam account <laughs> no i was just like who the fuck is this it wasn't followed by anybody that we knew i was like well once i once i get Pokemon like card collector like liking our more show. followers i'll spread the show out as well to them because yeah. like what i'm getting like 100 followers a day just because people are crazy about if there's one oh, thing yeah. that's insane pokemon right now if it's one thing that pokemon, pokemon collector yeah. cards like is sports yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like you go well, on a, a politically like sport. incorrect sports show, dude. If you go on like <laughs> you scroll through Insta- you scroll through Instagram or you scroll through TikTok or you're on like Twitch or YouTube, how many people are just doing live opening of like the brand new packs? Like, well, it's so funny because to get the followers, you have to like obviously follow a bunch of people. Yeah. So I, I follow like I literally just went through. It was like follow, 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 and I'm like seeing the feeds of people. I'm like people are insane. Yeah. People are crazy. Like they're opening up these packs and people are just like. Oh, what? That's that's crazy. Like, I've never seen that. This and that. And I'm just like, there are like, I follow probably like 1,500 people. And 1,000 of them are at least just opening up packs. Yeah. Pokemon cord. I said it on the show. And then, and then I look at I'm, I'm like, I follow Ciara. What the fuck? <laughs> I seen some dude, he opened up a pack with a pair of scissors down the middle. Oh. And he pulled a car that was like worth a couple thousand dollars. Oh. And he was like shit <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. as a, as a gimmick yeah that way. I, I told you i tiktok and like instagram and is wild and like the just people watching other people do like mundane dude, stuff i told you there's TikTok, live tiktoks people scratch and scratch yeah off. dude that's Crazy. what i was saying dude that's like the gnarliest you said that thing. i i see 10 of them a day i'm sorry i ruined just your phone. yelling into your phone <laughs> yeah you were you were whispering into my fucking phone i did it now i'm getting an answer dolphin shit all right, so we got number three is the only one we're missing, right? Yep. Is that a computer game? Would you say it's computer obscure? Game. It's kind of obscure, kind of. Counter-Strike. Is it like, uh, yeah. what is it? Um, Nido Racing. Civilization? <laughs> is, is that what it is? Maple Story. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know a is lot of people uh, were on that for a little while. Uh, Civilization or whatever it is? No. Starcraft. 
Warcraft. Uh, no, Starcraft was close, though. Starcraft was almost... Dude, remember like, the amount of hours that you used to play fucking playing, like, Marvel Tower Defense at Dan's house for, for Marvel, uh, Warcraft? Tom Clancy's... So anything. No. <laughs> Obscure. What type of game is it? Is it, like, a role-playing game? Is it, I like, can't really say. A World of Warcraft? No. You gotta give us some kind of hint. If Earthworm it's kind of Jim. It's Ooh, like, a, like, like a build-em type... Oh, roller coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. That's why I said I couldn't give it away, Mike. Sorry. Roller, roller coaster that was tycoon. Why. I don't think yeah. we ever would have got that. Yeah, uh, no, that's why. I would have like, started. To I feel like I would have like because I was about to say Sims. Yeah, once I got I was once about we, to say Sims, yeah. and then I was about to say some shit. Once we got into the Sims, like yeah, so roller coaster Sorry. tycoon. They have zoo tycoon. They have the original roller coaster tycoon on the app store for five bucks, and I bought it like a couple months ago, and it's been bad. Like I'm literally it's like two in the morning, like one eye open. I'm like, I gotta make this. I gotta clean up the throw up. And then I look I gotta at like, hire more janitors. Like, You'll make like the. Yeah, I gotta hire this guy to entertain people in a panda suit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make the ride, and I'm like, yo, this is a badass ride, man. And then I'll look, and it's like it'll give you like the rating, and it's always like. You know, nausea, like hyper extreme, and then it's like, you know, intensity, I like hyper extreme. It's like enjoyment. It's like low. I'm like, oh, people, people don't like it because they get sick. Getting Bunch sick. Of bitches. <laughs> and, or I'll make it where it's like not finished and they fly. And they go off the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just send them off into the fucking zoo. My favorite was when you would hire like a uh, janitor or a mechanic and you would like place them in the wrong spot where there wasn't like, you know, pavement or something. Yeah, and they're like, oh, they have nothing to do. Yeah, and he's like out in like a field and you're just like, where the hell are you? What are you doing? <laughs> if you pick people up as well and drop them in the water, they actually die <laughs> in the game. It's like this this guest has died. Whatever, then people don't come to your park anymore. Yeah, how many people yeah, your safety rating goes down. That was an awesome game. I put a lot of hours into that. I put cool. a lot of hours on the computer. Yeah. A lot of fun. Zoo Tycoon. Zoo Tycoon. I remember there was like a city one as well, but that one I barely ever played. No, there's also SimCity. SimCity, Sim yeah. I never got into this. I, no, I mean, my either. wife fucking loves the Sims. Game. Yeah, it is. Because like they build house. a family. Yeah, you'd like. Play house. Never for me. No, no. I was building roller coasters. coasters that people died on. Yeah, way different. Just making people throw up all over the place yeah, and not hire any janitors. <laughs> yeah. Like people are leaving your park. I'm like, I know someone died. I dropped <laughs> by mistake in the pond. There's throw up everywhere and someone drowned in the center. And they're like, people really think you should hire more bathrooms. My favorite was also to make a fee for the bathroom. <laughs> it's like five bucks to go to the bathroom. <laughs> a fee. And people will be like, wow, we're upset about this. This is really high. I'm like, you're not going to leave. <laughs> you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's your only you choice. Have to. The one feature that they didn't have that you should have been able to do is to lock them in the park. Be like, well, you can't leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just close the gates. Make it a really fun, attractive park. And then at one point, just fucking lock them in and then cut all the tracks. The game was a lot of fun. That was a good one. That was a good I don't one. know why you I like that. I don't know why I don't you, know you weren't That wasn't on the it. one I had. Um, that was a different one. Yeah. That was that one I came up with like half an hour ago. Oh, were you just doing that while we were doing the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. especially like the UFC. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> okay. I got nothing on it. Basketball, come on. All right. Fuck yous of the week. What do you got, Mark? Oh, I got two. So, my first fuck you of the week. He's got two. I got two. He got two. <laughs> We don't want booster. All right, my first one is apple. All right, not like the fruit, 
the company. Mine's the fruit. <laughs> Too many worms in them. No, they're always hit or miss. <laughs> Never, n- not one apple is always the same. I love how people love to also love to be like, well, that one's different because it's a Macintosh, and this one's you know a fucking a red delicious, red delicious. This and that, I'm like it's a fucking apple. It's they a, literally all taste the same. artificial apple flavoring is all apple. from one apple. Yeah, exactly, so they all taste like an apple. So my fuck you is Apple because they keep telling me to turn my headphones down all the time, all the time. And Mark, it's, you're gonna go deaf. Come on. No, I know. So. <laughs> No, I honestly do think I have hearing loss, like, legitimately. Yeah, but, I mean, I would be surprised. You, you went to a lot of concerts, and I'm sure you I, weren't wearing ear plugs. I never did. Yeah, but I... I uh, what is it called? Titness? Tinnitus. Tinnitus? Yeah, so... Titness? But I'll hook it up to my... This is why. You'd have a constant ringing. I'll hook it up to my Bluetooth in my car, and it'll still come up registering it as headphones. And I'm like, No. I like I have the volume down. Don't worry, Apple. And it's a notification that comes up, and it won't go away. It'll also lower until, the volume. Yeah, it will lower it on you until you like. Do you have a new iPhone? Yeah, newer. Yes, yeah, I, got the, I got the old shit. They don't do that for me. Yeah, yeah mine's they, uh, just a little old enough to be like go deaf. No, they yeah, they're all about my Apple Watch is old, but the newer ones they have a timer to make sure you wash your hands long enough. It goes off like. Bing! That you wash your hands long enough. Also, same thing if you're in like a like loud area, it'll it'll suggest you to put on hearing hearing protection. Yeah, but I've got that, and I'm Crazy. I'm like delivering pizza. I'm like delivering pizza, and I'm trying to see what turn I got to do. And turn your headphones down. It's like turn your headphones down. I'm like, well, now I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> like, and I'm gonna crash. So that's my first fuck you because come on. I'm I'm a big boy. You don't got to tell me to turn turn that. If I want to be deaf, you have something for that. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and my second fuck you is a street in Harrison. <laughs> it's an entire street, <laughs> the whole street. It's Seventh Street to be specific, because it doesn't have addresses that go in order. One block of the street is it was like two o five, two o seven, two o nine. So I'm looking on that side naturally. Um, it changed. So I'm looking on that side naturally. The address was not that, and uh, it was even. The address. So I, I was looking over there, and then I was like, "No, let me look across the street." So I go up one more block, and it switches to odd on that side of the street and jumps 200 houses. <laughs> so it went up. To, what is the zoning board going? I what was are they like, doing? the address. I forget what it was. It was like four something, whatever, and. It was like the 200s, and I'm like, the GPS says I'm like here. Then I look at it, and I'm like, it says it's on the other side of the street. What the fuck? So I pull over, I'm like, look at it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, how does that happen? Like, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Just like keep the numbers going in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Harrison. Yeah, I know, right? And like, it's a terrible town. It's the only street that I've ever been on that has been like that. It kind of rhymes with Barrison. It kind of does. You're right, oh, but Harrison, oh, Harrison. I think they do it just to mess with people delivering pizza. So, like, the zoning board was like, "We hate Gina's delivery drivers. <laughs> like, let's just fucking swap the numbers up, dude." Also, uh, actually, I have a third fuck you because people that order pizza in a luxury apartment building that don't come to the front door, oh yeah, and insist on you going upstairs. Can you come upstairs? 
So this girl, this lady no. goes, can you come upstairs? And I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, you're working for tips at this, so. Exactly. She's on the fifth floor. She's like 504 or whatever. It's got to be right up the elevator, like right off of it. Those buildings down near the path are enormously long, like insanely long. And I get in there and I look and it's like 590. I was like, oh my God. That's how I felt when I got to the That's probably Denver why she didn't airport. want to go downstairs, because it's a long walk for her. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make this guy walk. I mean, she tipped me well, but it's still like, come on. I, I was just here for 20 minutes trying to get your pizza. And then I take the elevator downstairs. First of all, I get off the elevator, and I get I get into, I go into a parking lot, and you need a key to get out of it, like a parking garage. So I can't get out. I'm locked in the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask a lady, like, unpack groceries <laughs> if she could help me leave. Now you can't leave. And she goes, how'd you get here? And I was like, oh, I have, I was delivering a pizza and I took the elevator down. She goes, the elevator's out of service. I was like, no, it wasn't. That was not. I took it. They took been lying ghost, to you. You took a ghost elevator. So the lady was like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll open the door for you. I'm like, this lady just let me inside the building as well. It was just like, yeah. Because it was like inside the park garage underneath the building. And to get out, you had to go through the building. She was just locked in the garage. I literally couldn't get out. I looked for an exit. I couldn't find one. <laughs> it sounds like a fire hazard. Dude, I was like, because you need to, like, they have, like, uh, the fob yeah. thing. So, it sounds like a fire hazard, but if you're there, you probably have a fob. But if you're, what if you're delivering a pizza? That's a, that's, then that's a really, that's a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> That I happened You're to go going in a, down in a blaze, an, an out of service elevator, a blaze, pizza. and got trapped while got there was a fire. <laughs> an out of service elevator. She's like, "Yeah, elevator was out of service, dude." So this whole delivery was hilarious because I ring the doorbell. I it sounds the, like you were there for forty five minutes, pre- pretty much. So I call the lady. I'm like, "She's like, yeah, come upstairs, whatever." So I go in the lobby. I go to the door, and it has like a really fancy like keypad with like a video camera and stuff like that. And I go to call the room, and you need, like, a password. To it's called call, the butterfly. To call the room. So, uh, it says concierge, so I'm like, all right. And there's a sign that's like, all oh, deliveries got to go to the back of the building. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen because I'm already here. So <laughs> I, I don't think those are deliveries that they mean. <laughs> I know, exactly. But, so I ring the door, the concierge, and this guy, he looked like Lurch. Literally, he was like, giant, bald dude. Giant, bald dude. And uh, he came out and didn't say a word to me, opened the door, and then I went to the elevator, and it said, all right, the, so this guy lets me You'll in. Last 10 minutes. He didn't say a word to me. He was like this big, bald dude in a suit, and he just was like, he would have like grunted. He's like, oh. And I, I go inside, and there's an elevator, and I'm like clearly staring at it. And he was lo- security? He was like the concierge or whatever. And I'm looking at the elevator, and he's looking at me, and there's a sign that says out of service, but it's not like... In front of the elevator, it's off to the side. So I'm like, this is definitely, yeah, it's definitely working. But then it opens up, and they had, you know, how they put the pads on the side of the elevator, yeah. and I was like, so let sorry. me try it. So I pressed the button. I was like, this is probably a bad decision. And then it wound up being one because I got trapped in the parking garage. I, that's your your fuckies. Yep. Good. I don't have any. No. No. I don't have any either. I had a good me week for doing week. charades. None I could say. You know, I had, I had I had a good week this week. I'm not gonna complain. I mean, it was a slow week at work, which kind of sucks. That's always just annoying that, like, 
I have to work fucking 50 hours a week and nothing happens the week before holidays because all managers are out on vacation. So I don't really get any new like positions to work. So fucking commerce. It was kind of a slow week. So that's kind of annoying. But that's not really a fuck you. It's just kind of typical this time of year. I had a good week. So no complaints on my end. Con, how many fuck yous you have this week? I got three. Will they? Number one. Will they go through each percent? Number one, it's kind of Mark's brother. But I think it's just softball as a it's whole. His birthday, Bobby Bonilla Day. It is. It is. Happy birthday, Dill. Well, no, it was his birthday twenty-two minutes ago. Oh shit! He he asked me to play softball for his softball team the other day, and I agreed. And then I've just been sore for the last five days. Yeah, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I did not know you played. Yeah, That's I, I I hit an inside the park home run in the first game, which shows the you. the talent level on the other team. Dead outfielders with no legs. Or arms. Eyes. They just had no outfielders. The dad from the Oblongs was out there. <laughs> the daughter with the dildo in her head was out there. Yeah. I, I, so maybe it's me being old. Maybe Friend it's softball. But honestly, every way I think about it, it just goes back to Dylan asking me if I wanted to play softball. And I wanted to do my homie a solid. So I was like, yeah, I got you. And I just was in pain for days. Number two, Disney, because apparently they're offering Johnny Depp $300 million to reprise the role of Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, because they fucked up. And like, yeah, that's fine and all, but like, when was the last good Pirates of the Caribbean movie anyway? Like they I mean, made he's been good as that character. Like they time. make they're the, not bad. They're not, I mean. Yeah, but like, and they make that money, but like. People mil? love them. Yo, if they make another one, people are going to make well, now, so now, much money. Now, with the Johnny Depp following, it 100% it'll, they'll, that's a cash cow. Yeah, they'll make a billion out. dollars off the movie. Yeah. But, like. Just because of just this seemed, whole thing. Yeah, and that's might be what the fuck you is. Like, that, like you're just capitalizing you're cashing off, like, in how, on like, that, yeah. how ridiculous that was to begin with, like. And then you had a hand. And you in, fired like, him because you of it. You distanced yourself because of it, and now you're like, "Oh no, we'll bring you back in the fold, and we'll give just give you as much fucking money as we possibly can." He should say, "I want half of what you make." I want to own. <laughs> it's a small world, after all. Every time the coaster goes around in a circle, I want a percentage of the gate for the park that day. Why not? They'll say no. They might, but they won't. That movie will make a billion dollars. Yeah. How much is he gonna make off the gate every time? They take the ride out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the ride is it's it's out of service. Been together oh, for done. fifty years. The ride's done. It's out it's of service. Just, no more. Some people might cheer for that. Uh, and then my last, the, and then my last fuck you of the week is Machine Gun Kelly. Fuck that dude. I'm just done with him. Can we like agree as a society that we're done? With Can we him? move on from all of them? Like I saw a really funny meme. It was like Pete Davidson. It was like it was a anybody involved with Kardashians. It was Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly, and Travis Barker, and it was the Kardashians. It was like when the servers date start, the, the, yeah, when date. the when the kitchen staff dates the wait staff. Machine Gun Kelly played a show at the Garden the other night and got into like an argument with a stage hand. Like literally walked off stage in the middle of his set, started having a fucking argument with a guy on the side of the stage. His band is just still playing. He comes back out and smashes a guitar and then goes to the after party and he's just breaking champagne flutes on his head and then is like bleeding. I'm like, you're not cool. Yeah, and then he has this 
uh, Hulu documentary cool. coming out. He has this Hulu documentary. Megan Fox is a succubus, dude. Yeah, dude, there's a Hulu She's doc- literally the role from Jennifer's body. That's just her. There's a Hulu documentary coming out, and the I, I'm guessing that this was kind of like something that came out to, to try and hype that up. Uh, a story about how he was on the phone with her while he was having a manic break and, like, had a shotgun on his mouth and, like, the gun jammed when he went to cock it and he tried to kill himself and he just, like, by luck, he wasn't able to kill himself and then he realized that's when he needed to get off drugs. Like, well, that's a lie and you're just trying to get people to watch your Hulu documentary and if it wasn't a lie, I'm disappointed that it co- that it fucking jammed and you didn't blow your fucking head off because I fucking hate you. I really no, do. because then he would get the fucking be same like respect. That martyr treatment. Oh, he would get the oh, same respect as, as fucking... Tentacion and Juice no. World. Tentacion got shot. Oh, he'd shot, get the Kurt Cobain love. He'd oh, get the Kurt... God. That's... Uh, yeah. Ugh, he'd get the same love and respect as Kurt Cobain. No, d- and... no disrespect to Nirvana because, like, they paved the way for a lot of the music. Yeah, but that all I their to, music but, like, sucks. But, like, yeah... Anytime, like, Nirvana uh, comes on the radio, uh, I'm like, I'm gonna change this. <laughs> when Nirvana sang Sucks. Rape Me, I think they were just saying, like, this is how everyone's gonna feel while they listen to this song, yeah, instead no, of listening to this. Because their ears are being raped by bad music. Honestly? And Kurt Cobain got killed by And Courtney. honestly, after I heard it, I felt like my ears were raped. Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain anyway, so... With her big toe. There's just no fucking possible way that he would have been able to shoot <laughs> she himself. She pulled the trigger with her big toe. There's no possible way. She was like, she was showing him how to do it. She's like, you gotta reach your foot out and do it. Honestly? I wish Megan Fox would do the same. <laughs> no, I don't. Because then he gets the same love. He doesn't deserve it. I just want him to like OD. Megan Fox is gonna suck the blood out of him. I want him to like, just get something with fentanyl in it. And just die. It's very possible these days. Fuck them. Firing off right, gun so, missiles. This is a right, fuck MGK podcast. All right, hold on. Let me... Backtrack? No, no, no. I'm going to redo it, and I'm just not going to say the fentanyl thing. Why? All right, ready? You hope he dies. Right, and my last fuck you of the week is Machine Gun Kelly, because I just wanted to take fentanyl and die. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No matter how I say it, I always go back. To, I just want him to die. Like I, I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm done. Keep the entire thing. Out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Order our shirts, please. Oh yeah, go order a fentanyl shirt. Or our shirts will definitely not F- have anthrax or FNP, fentanyl. FNP fentanyl. Fentanyl free. <laughs> try that. Try that as a code. It might work. Oh yeah, there's a pre-sale code. It's fentanyl <laughs> free. Goodbye. <laughs>